0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Liberty Libations. Joining me, as always, is Stephen Alden. (laughs) And And then we have our guest this week is John Eiler. I'll let you go ahead and tell us who you are.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm John. I am a stand-up comedian and a lawyer. I'm very passionate about what we do as a people, as you can see. Love this shirt. I know y'all do, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and uh, I'm going to be performing at the conference in January. Zach, when is that going to be?
0: I'm going to talk about that in a second. I don't have it in front of me, but I will pull it up. But yeah, <laughs> John was, you earned the nickname Sunglasses Jesus at uh, The Great Create. You were our host. You did a great job. I think everyone would thought you were hilarious. So Thank he's you. returning for our convention, which we'll talk about a little bit right now. So our convention, when is it coming up? Let me click the link and find out Which you can see if you, yep, January. Go over to LPGeorgia.com and you'll see the link for the 2024 convention at the top. And it is January 26th through 28th in Conyers, Georgia at the VFW there. Uh, Tickets are $85 and we will have speakers such as Spike Cohen, Shane Hazel, Sarah Higdon, Edgar Mills, stand-up comedian Adam Nutter being hosted or opened. I'm not really sure how that's going to happen, but John will be opening or hosting for him. As well as just, you know, being funny throughout the day, I think. And then we will have a debate with all the presidential candidates, basically. So we got Josh Smith, Chase Oliver, Mike Tremont, Lars uh michael rechtenwald and i feel like i'm leaving out one but now i don't remember what order hornberger yeah how could i forget jacob uh and afterwards well that'll be fine because number one brad binkley who will be joining us first week of january will be the moderator and he's going to make it exciting and fun and entertaining and experimental is what i've been told so it'll (laughs) probably be a debate like none other that we've ever seen And then afterwards, we're going to have Tower Gang there to just roast the convention, roast the candidates, and just be their genuine, terrible selves. And that'll be our version of the spin room. So that'll be a lot of fun. They are coming to the
2: Aryan party, right?
0: Yep. (laughs) They didn't see the Liberté part. (laughs) Anyway, so go check that out at lpgeorgia.com, and then you'll see the link for the convention there. There's also a uh, range day with Spike, if you want to go shoot guns with Spike, with the bazooka Jew himself. <laughs> that's going to be happening close by on Friday, so go check out lpgeorgia.com slash Spike if you want to be involved in that. Tickets are going pretty fast. We only have probably a few left, so if that's something you want to do, lpgeorgia.com slash Spike. Uh, what's everybody drinking tonight?
2: You so, go, Stephen. Steven? Oh. I'm rocking the girl swing top. Say again. Girl, the swing top. Nerd. Okay, I did hear it right. It just made no
0: <laughs> sense. Yeah. And so then. What you all
3: to ring in the season here? I've got some Rumplemans. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got to do it every year.
0: John, what'd you bring to the stream?
1: I am sponsoring a local brewery tonight. This is. Fox City Brewing Company, and nice. this is specifically Falthia. Um, I'm not, I'm not really a beer drinker normally, but this is very exquisite. This is one of the best like libations I've ever had in my life. So I'm drinking that tonight. But Fox go. City's
2: good stuff, man. They're down in Forsyth, uh, the city, yeah. Forsyth, not Forsyth County. So,
1: right, like Monroe County. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then say you already blew the big surprise, but go ahead and tell us whatever you're drinking.
1: I've got
4: my uh, go-to Blue Moon here. Blue Moon. Not a snob like the rest of everybody here.
2: (laughs) With an orange wedge.
4: Anytime any new brewery in Georgia opens or closes, Stephen texts the entire group and it's like, oh no, (laughs) another brewery is closing what no, will i ever do if what will I ever do if I c what will I ever do if I can't go to Skunk Brewery? <laughs> <You're> so <laughs> he
5: cold train, that's people's uniform. job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, I am not being an snob or an elitist. I got a white claw as normal. Mm-hmm. So according to Ooh. Grumpy Gnome, that means I'm not drinking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's just yeah. water. Yeah.
0: Yeah, basically. I'm staying hydrated. Yeah. All right. So you guys have sent me some links and I gathered some stuff. Let's just go ahead and jump into it and get started with all the shenanigans from the last week. The first one, I think it was a little bit of clickbait just because I saw this was trending. I figured we could talk about Trump saying that he would be a dictator. So let's hear that.
6: Because the media has been focused on this and attacking you. Yeah. Under no circumstances you are promising America tonight you would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Yeah. Except for day one. <laughs> Going crazy. Except for day one. <laughs> I want to close the border and I want to drill that's drill, not a, that's uh, a, that's not a,
0: anyway. I- I don't. I don't even. I didn't watch that whole thing to know if he even says the word dictator. But that's what made it into the media cycle: is that Trump says he's going to be a dictator on day one. All right. He says so much about
3: that. I'm not even going to scrub through that to even verify it because, like, who cares? I don't know. But I mean,
2: every president basically in our lifetime has ruled by executive fiat. Like, very little has been done. What is it? It's been since Newt Gingrich was Speaker of the House that we had had an actual budget, not a continuing resolution. (laughs) <laughs> um, so everything's been done by executive order anyways. so all we've had is basically diet versions of dictators anyways <laughs> it's, you know first week they're in there they pass an executive order canceling all the outstanding executive orders from the last guy yeah. and then they start their own tirade
3: and then the next one flips and does it's the pendulum of no progress like
2: right. I mean it's good to
4: see at least that Trump is still a comedy genius it was because, hilarious yeah because Hannity asks him the easiest p- imaginable softball question, which is, uh, "You're say just say you're not going to be a dictator, right? <laughs> and Trump is like, no, I'm not going to say that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that would no, be too
0: easy and predictable. Grumpy Gnome says, I can handle no progress. Fair. Uh, enough, he didn't yeah.
2: technically exactly have respect for the legislative process his first time around. You know, take the guns first and then due process second, I think is one of the quotes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we can believe it because uh, that's what he did at the border and with the drill baby drill stuff the first time around was also, I guess, technically dictatorial because it was, he did it without any kind of legislative support, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it sucks all the ways that he could have just acted too, but chose not to. Like he had power to pardon Snowden or Assange and I was Ross that was one of the, and all that, and it would have pissed off all the right people. But he yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I was kind of hopeful that he would pardon Snowden just to just to do it, just like even if he doesn't know what the hell's going on, just to like kind of be a thorn in the side of everyone and just kind of ruffle feathers. And he didn't,
5: but
4: yeah, you know. And this is one of the great tragedies with Trump is that he's an idiot. And therefore, any is incapable of taking any actions that would actually result in a in something substantially positive. Like a net. Like pot, he yeah. can piss off all the right people, but it's just it's it's the political equivalent of eating a pixie stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and
2: then Trump would be, you know, why eat the pixie stick when you can snort it. <laughs>
3: Off of a hooker's ass, <laughs> yeah, right?
2: Yeah, but make her sign an NDA, so then you can sue her. If right, you talk about it. right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah,
0: she'll end up having to pay him for it. That well, mm-hmm. yeah. What
2: well, Stormy Daniels? Uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure you owe some money there, because uh, the whole purpose of the NDA is that you know you pay a fee for disclosing that.
3: Yeah, that was an expensive pixie stick.
0: Yeah. Any thoughts on this, John? or do we start with? The most boring one of them all, just for clickbait.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, pixie sticks are fun. Um,
2: what else is in the news? <laughs> yeah, there we can go. move Let's on. move yeah. on. Yeah, I, I do like that um, can... the press did a straw poll of Georgia voters, Georgia Republican voters, to see who won the third debate. And everybody that they asked said Trump, and Trump mm. wasn't even there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's speaking like of zoning right. out, I wanted to. <laughs> um, MJ, I, I wanted to ask earlier when you were listing the speakers, coffee, did you mention?
0: Sorry, go ahead, John.
1: Did you uh, mention <laughs> Chase Oliver? That?
0: Sorry, I can't can't really hear you. A little muffled. Yeah. Stuff.
1: Yeah. No, I said. Speaking of me zoning out, I wanted to ask uh, earlier when you were talking about the speech, your speakers. Did you mention Chase Oliver and the other presidential oh, yeah. debate?
0: Case. Yeah, I did. Cool. Yeah, Chase is going to be there. He'll be in the debate. And um, I zoned out during it and forgot who I had mentioned. I remember Jacob <laughs> Hornberger will be there. But we're gonna have all the presidential debates moderated by Brad Binkley and then roasted afterwards by Tower Gang. Should be good. Cool.
4: Wow, how can I right, expect okay. the viewers to watch this show if we can't even pay attention to it and we're the ones
2: who are on the show? <laughs> right. This is a sad scene. <laughs> All
0: right, we'll move on because that was admittedly boring, but I just that was what dominated the news cycle for a day is Trump said this line, and we obviously know he's joking, but we're going to take it as seriously as possible. That sounds like so that the news.
3: Can, yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't watch the news.
0: This one probably has about as much for us to say about it, but it also has a cool explosion. So here's the house that exploded in Virginia.
5: Mm.
3: Jesus.
2: Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Beth? It, well, it's still unknown whether or not he had Taco Bell for dinner. <laughs> 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 but uh, just based on you know people scrubbing social media, uh, this guy appeared to be a left-wing conspiracy theorist um excuse me, far left conspiracy theorist. Um, yeah. You know, he was, he was all about the, the Russia Trump collusion. Um You know, he, he was convinced his neighbors were spies and he was calling them out on social media. Uh, Dude totally flipped out and that whole thing. So I think somebody called a well check on him or something like that. Because, was like, Hey, he's not doing too well. He's, he's put tinfoil over his windows. Um, you know, he's kind of hold himself up in there. You know, cops went and knocked on the door. He shot at them. They shot back, and then the house blew up.
0: He was apparently firing a flare gun too. Well, that's what the neighbor
2: said. Yeah. Uh, at
0: what a propane tank? Like. Well, and the, and I he's not in the
2: country yeah. either. Like you, you saw the street. Like he's in a suburb. Like those are, those houses are pretty close together.
3: No, the houses next to him on either side are. Yeah. Fucked up.
5: Right. <laughs> nice. That I was imagine quite so. a boom. Yeah,
3: I mean, I don't even know how what exploded. Like, how much explosive you'd have to do to take the the entire the roof, you know, seventy feet in the air or whatever. Like, that's crazy. So, you no, know,
4: either a couple tons of TNT or one casearito. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there
3: you go. The Diablo sauce.
1: <laughs> this wasn't like this wasn't like meth or anything that anybody knows, right?
2: Uh. <laughs> It could have been. Uh, You know, all we know is the dude was he was buying into every CNN theory there ever was uh, and and posting that stuff constantly on social media. And he was bugged out that his neighbors were spies and spying on him.
3: So are you saying that you think that wait? Okay, I don't know anything about the story. Are you saying someone didn't like him and like attacked him or did he set up his own house to blow or something or like what is the Um, story here?
2: I don't think anybody was really attacking him. He thought people were attacking
0: him. Okay. okay. Like,
3: dude's just crazy. So it's like schizo level.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. All the schizo
0: level stuff could be explained by meth, maybe. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. The behavior
3: and the explosion. Like, yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) The fact that this guy was apparently motivated by watching a lot of CNN does present us with a unique opportunity to put the shoe on the other (laughs) foot here. Because, yeah, the, the, the attack on anybody from Fox News to Joe Rogan or anybody that's not towing the official narrative is this is dangerous, this needs to be silenced because we're promoting dangerous conspiracy theories. And think of how many people are in danger because of extremism. Mm. Well, now... I'm extremely tempted to start using this as a club to bash in CNN. But look at all the dangerous extremism you're promoting. <laughs> you sound like
0: a dangerous extremist wanting to bash with a club.
3: <laughs> just as like a, a side note here, when we're talking about like conspiracy theory leaning toward like a side or whatever, I, in general, I don't, I don't, necessarily think it has to lean to one side or the other if you're truly going after just like the evidence of what makes sense like sometimes it'll take on the flavor of either side it'll like look like it just depending on the event or whatever but i remember back in like when i was younger it seemed like more of like a left thing at the time because of like there was with who was in power there was the republican party there was like the bush cheney ticket there was the 9-11 thing there was all of that going on so when i was like a teenager the concept was more like of a left-leaning i was like the left-leaning like wackadoo you know like anti-america anti you know republican kind of quote-unquote conspiracy theorist because i had questions about what was going on at the time but now you know it's taken on the sort of converse narrative and the other side flavor and now it's like i feel like the word conspiracy theorist is being sort of branded as the total flip the other side like more of the right leaning which is interesting and i don't even necessarily mean like full-blown you know QAnon side of things but just in general the association of the word conspiracy theory i think has more of a right connotation where it used to maybe have if anything more of a left but
4: well it's important to remember that the word the term conspiracy theory in the first place was popularized by the cia, the CIA. Yeah. after the kennedy assassination because they wanted to discredit anybody that was questioning the official narrative on that. Yeah. And they There's were all like, you can't trust these guys. They're just peddling conspiracy theories. Right. So it, it was like, it, it was a literal conspiracy to discredit people that are you know, talking about other potential conspiracies. So I, I try not to use the term conspiracy theory anymore. I agree. Because it was literally made up by people that were trying to to
2: discredit them.
3: Yeah, I agree. I usually use it like with a disclaimer, kind of, if I say it. It's like yeah. the
2: word capitalist was made up by communists to, you know, talk down on anybody that is rational. <laughs>
3: Cheers. No, seriously. Like That, that the word <laughs> I capital didn't
2: that. doesn't exist until Das Kapital, right?
0: I had no I'm idea sure that. I'm pretty sure Marx coined the term.
3: Yeah. Interesting.
0: So it does seem like just, this guy I was just a to, I feel like... Oh. Go ahead. go ahead.
1: Okay, are you talking about me? Wait. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, John. <Jeff. laughs> I wanted to... Uh i just wanted to say like this whole one side coming up with the conspiracy about the other and back and forth that's one thing i really like about our party is the fact that it's more like Mm macro-minded whereas with the gop is like solely looking out for the interests of white straight conservative christian protestant family men of a particular socioeconomic status whereas the democrats is like everybody else all wrapped into one is the black community being served but then you run into black people who are conservative about things like gay marriage and then gay people are also represented by the Democratic Party at the same time, whereas mm-hmm. it's all this like micro-level stuff that goes on with the Democrats and the Republicans. Whereas we're like more, what's freedom? What just works at the governmental level?
3: On a principle, so underlying sort of a level. level.
2: Yeah, yeah. We do, yeah. we tend not to get tied on up the in the minutia of you know how people put the puzzle together in the bedroom, what they do with their money. Like you know at that point, it's none of our business. The puzzle, <laughs> the bedroom yeah. puzzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Truly none of anyone's
3: business Yeah, Right. And it's actually through this, it's through this type of thinking that I started to question everything. And then it's actually part of my path to thinking more along the libertarian way is actually through, we'll say the conspiracy theory word again, now, just because that's, it's what people know, but it's that type of thinking and it was following those types of things and asking those types of questions and finding that at different eras, you know, it was whether it was a, a red or a blue, you know, issue or whatever. It just seemed like they were puppets for the CIA throughout the decades, at different times and in, in modern times. And um, that's what partly started to, you know, sort of pull the shades back for me a little on how the system really works and that there's oh, yeah. an illusion of two sides to keep people bickering and feuding and whatever. But
2: well, and I, I'm old enough to remember the Republicans going after guys like Snoop Dogg and. Sir Mix a lot, especially mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh. Uh, you know, Rush Limbaugh went after Sir Mix a lot so hard. He's he's mentioned in three or four of his biggest songs. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <He was mentioned laughs> so now today, I don't really expect Republicans to be these bastions of free speech. They try to brand themselves as. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they want to say that you know they're the they're the logical party. You know, they're the party of of what makes sense. But then you watch their debates, and all they're doing is making emotional appeals for more power.
3: Yeah, a lot of the time that was the case. And then there was like in the nineties and even early two thousands, like again, when I was a kid, it seemed like the free speech thing, at least a little bit seemed to be important to like more of like liberals. Um, I mean, it's in the name, it's supposed to be in the name, like, you know, a root of Liberty still or whatever. And like the freedom of speech. And now I feel like that that's that particular angle in our sort of zeitgeist now is, wanting to take away things like that more. Like, again, with, like, a polar cross kind of a thing. I feel like we're in one of those, like, we're living in the middle of one of those chapters, like, where in 50 years, when we look back, well, we'd be like, oh, and that was the second time the Republican and the Democratic Party, like, flip? you know what I mean? Like, we've right. got some crazy stuff going on like that, but...
4: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the fatal flaw of the culturally conservative movement is that you can't convince people to be culturally conservative like you by a being really lame and b trying to coerce people into it. Like as will not be a surprise to returning listeners of the show if there are any of those. <laughs> I am pretty culturally conservative myself. I am I'm pretty sympathetic with how they say that you should live your life. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you're if you think that you can get people to live like that by just forcing them to instead of trying to make an appeal to them about why they should do that that's just going to make them want to do it even less that's totally it also doesn't help that every time you you know campaign against you know drugs or rap music all of your criticisms make no sense because you have no understanding of what those things are
3: yeah kind of like someone that talks about guns and is doesn't know the first thing about a gun. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, it doesn't help the case.
2: That's oh God, a like very the,
4: uh, good example. I've never Times heard journalist. anybody draw that parallel, but that's a really good point.
3: Yeah.
2: Like the Sorry, New York guys. Times journalist a few years ago, like it's still in all the memes. You know, when you see the AR possible modification <laughs> and it's got all this ridiculous stuff on it. Right. Because the guy did a video and I think he was like right outside of a porta john too. It was really weird. He's like, my ears are still ringing. My hands are still shaking. I just got off the range. We shot like five clips of four magazines and uh, <laughs> just got all of it wrong. Like yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. what a caliber was. It was just this word salad of, you know, some dude literally shaking. I, I go.
3: Yeah. I go kind of easy on people that if you call a suppressor, a silencer, I'm like all the movies and games and stuff, do it. And like, just like I've let that go. Like who cares? But like
2: right. I, you when know, you're like a Kleenex is a tissue, they're both yeah, the same thing. Right. If you ask me for either of them, I'm passing you the same thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, if you, I don't like the people. They get like so particular, where like they'll hop on like the comment thread and be like, "It's a, it's a suppress." I'm like, "Get out of here!" Like, what? That's it's. Who cares? But when you're trying to like advocate for like a policy thing where you're going to restrict something and you bring an image like into like Congress or something, and you're like a bump stock, and you're like, "That's not even a bump stock," you know what I mean? Like, right. you're you're not helping your case when you don't even know what it is. Like,
2: yeah, when you know what they banned you know, oh well, if it just saves one life, yeah you know, do you realize that like putting your thumb in your belt loop is better at rapid fire than those bump stocks? They kill? yeah,
3: it really is, yeah so the honestly, I don't even want a bump stock they're pretty useless, but
2: but that's you know, like Barbara boxer you know Diane Feinstein, of course, you know, she's not plaguing the Congress anymore uh, but that was all the cases that they made against, you know, Semi automatic weapons like they're so bad, everything that they had against it was just how it looks. Because again, they don't know what a caliber is, they don't know what velocity and trajectory is, they don't understand any of this stuff.
3: I saw (laughs) there was something that, um, it was like a thermos or something, and it was like bulletproof. And it showed like the image that it showed was the entire cartridge, not just the bullet, but the whole cartridge flying (laughs) through the air, like at the. And I'm like, you don't even know how it works like you don't even know that (laughs) it you know is fired and then the bullet is pushed forward from the cartridge like you the whole cartridge doesn't fly through the air anyway it was interesting (laughs) right so and this was like on a you know million dollar product branding level decision for packaging or whatever and someone no one knew like at this point that that doesn't that's doesn't make any sense anyway and that's yeah, fine. It's all... That's one thing until you go to advocate for like a policy change and then you make the, you know, but go ahead, Zach.
0: I, I just imagine the people buying a bulletproof thermos would know better too. So like your own customers are going to instantly see it. like.
3: Exactly. Know your audience. But... Yeah.
4: I'm also wondering why you would want to buy a bulletproof thermos of all
3: <laughs> You don't end up under heavy fire with your to-go yeah, lunch.
2: Because like... you're a trash man in Chicago. Don't yeah. you care about your your coffee. save your life. What was that, John? So don't you care about your copy? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> right. True. It's for its safety, not yours. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually to stash all of your meth making products so your house doesn't blow up.
5: Mm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Good callback. It might have been an errant flare went off in there or something. Yeah. For the Baja blast.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. That's, so that's what they should call a Taco Bell blowout now. is just a Baja blast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else on this? I forget what topic we were even on. I think we oh, were on the topic of the house day blowing day. up. Okay.
3: I don't even remember. But
0: Zane almost did segue us, though, because he talked about rap and rap lyrics. Oh, that's and right. And one yeah. of the things you know, coming up in this young thug trial is his lyrics are on trial too, where they're like, you rapped about a, B and C. Like, doesn't that mean you did it? So <laughs>
3: That's
2: absurd. Yeah. Well,
0: so Steve, some, tell us about stuff, this.
2: he actually does give out uh, methods and procedures because it's, it's one of those things where like, so what Fannie Willis was doing, because again, everybody involved in this case right now grew up watching you know, Sir Mix-a-Lot, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, go through this same crap, Tupac, Biggie, you know, in the early 90s of, well, you know, free speech is free speech. I mean, we had this argument 30 years ago. But what this guy's doing is, like, he's talking about, like, who he meets, what he charges, how much he's delivering, where the drop point is. And then, like, a week later, the guy that he sold it to is getting arrested for that exact same stuff with all those details. Well, that's not smart. I didn't realize Uh, that. So, like, it's one of those things where, at that point, they're kind of using that for corroboration but right the interesting part in this here so young thug is uh, apparently a total piece of trash because uh, this dude apparently is <laughs> he's legitimately running a gang and not just like your government style gang he's even worse than that um, so it's you know racketeering operation you know blackmail drug dealing it's uh, all, all the bad things that you don't want around kids basically. Um, but it's, it's getting nastier and nastier and it's turning into a Rico case because apparently he's been in cahoots with some state level officials, maybe some federal people as well. Uh, which, you know, that's been in the rap lyrics lately too, that, you know, we all know the Republicans are in charge of the cocaine running, um, you know, cause they oversee the ports and the war zones in those areas. Um, Supposedly, that goes back to you know Bush, Uh, Mitch McConnell. You know, his nickname is Cocaine Mitch, so he might be tied in with some high level politicians. But I shared the article because the funny thing to mention there was his attorney actually made the argument on the courtroom floor that the word thug because he's like, you know, people are giving my client a bad rap. I feel like there's a prejudice and a bias toward the word thug, and I just want to say that thug stands for truly humble under God. Yeah, (laughs) that's some. I want to hear
3: John's take on this as an attorney about. If that words turns out to be his twist. Johnny
0: Cochran moment, I will flip out. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm also curious right. what John's take is as a comedian, because I'm sure not <laughs> everything you've ever said has been true. So like yeah. what that was held against you? Uh,
1: my issue here is the extent to which it is like some people will say free speech, but it can also be used to think about. I'm not sure the extent to which it is admissible evidence for what purpose. I wonder. A lot of this stuff would be maybe argued as circumstantial. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: But from what I remember of evidence when I took it in law school is you can make a lot of arguments for a lot of different standards saying that this is admissible for this reason. And then there's another argument for the other side. And it really just comes down to what the judge says. I don't Mm. know all the facts of this case. I don't know all the evidence they're trying to prove correct or incriminating. Um,
5: Mm-hmm.
1: my guess would be they would probably be able to admit it if there's enough If there's of a relationship, pattern. if there's enough uh, right, if there's a very clear pattern, if it's just like an overwhelming amount of coincidence, then you would probably right. be admissible.
3: If it's an uncanny amount of times where it's like, okay, now this is the sixth song and the sixth drug bust that correlate or something, <laughs> you know, then okay.
4: This kind of reminds me of a story I heard about an arson investigator who got busted for causing a lot of arsons. And the reason they were able to solve the case was on the side, he was also a fiction author and wrote (laughs) a series of novels about an arson investigator who was committing several arsons. (laughs) That's a little, yeah, on the nose. And they were based off of his own arsons.
2: (laughs) That's like OJ writing the book about like, you know, how I would have done it if I did it. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that was I didn't do felt like hey what's yeah. from that that's going to her family. Sorry about Right.
3: There's the I just watched the the Grant Theft Auto 6 trailer like 10 times. But um in it one of the I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but one of the little like uh you know, memes like the commentaries on real world kind of a thing that they have gone on. Uh there's a lot of like Florida man stuff cuz it's, you know, in Miami or or, you know, Florida. And um there's that one the picture of the guy Actually, I think this was in L.A., but the um, he had like the Joker tattoos or whatever on his face, and he got busted because he tattooed on his neck. I think in Spanish or something, but he tattooed on his neck like what crime it was and who he killed or whatever. And so, and they read just read the words on his neck, and then they were like that. They took that as a confession, and the, <laughs> they booked him or whatever for it. Oh my gosh! But I was just reminded of that from the game trailer.
2: Well, and that was you know going back to the old Snoop Dogg lyrics too. You know talking about, you know, 187 when he's always talking about that. That was, you know, what was it? Oakland, California where he was. Compton or Long Beach, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the the walkie-talkie code for dead cop. Oh. So, I you know, I wonder how many how many of those guys that like it's a gang initiation to kill somebody in a uniform. Oh, how many probably. of them do like 187 and then a date?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah that's not smart that would get
2: a darwin award right there yeah don't date it yeah
1: <laughs> i want to say about that real fast is a really good documentary on netflix is called grass is greener and it's about how the war on drugs is literally just a way to discriminate on the basis of race post 1964 civil rights act and they talk a lot about like rap lyrics they talk about snoop Dogg a lot like back when he was coming out earlier on mm-hmm. um the other thing I don't get is what I've seen practicing criminal law when I did that was why do so many people post all this stuff in social media and put stuff in rap songs? It's like they want to get caught.
5: Mm.
3: Yeah, there might be almost like the, like the, the rap culture equivalent of like a, a package thief where you get the rush out of it of like being, you know, more, I don't know, daring with it or whatever.
2: Yeah, you, you can get paid twice for the same action yeah that's clever
0: it's not just our culture or like the united states either because there's cartel rap and cartel music and they do the same thing they like Mm, rap mm. about brag about you know the money they have and the drugs they sold and being in a cartel and they build these big instagram following showing their you know operations almost but i guess they think I don't I'm I am i am not sure what they think, but it's like double dipping. It's like I'll be in the cartel and I'll be Instagram famous and like this is gonna be a short life anyway, probably. Oh, that's yeah.
4: Or We're We're for a long time. Or
1: initiation. Like you know, declaring you're part of a gang or declaring you've done this stuff.
0: Yeah, you can't yeah. really get out then. That was
1: fun to talk about. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well,
0: also, you
2: know, a side note, because you know, I've heard I've heard some talks some delusional talks you know, the last 10 years or so, that the word thug is inherently racist. You know, oh, calling someone a thug, you know, that's just, you're showing your racism. Uh, just want to let everybody know that the word thug, it comes from ancient India. Uh, there was a group back then called the Thuggies, which is the Sanskrit word for concealment. And they hmm. were the first known group of assassins and people that would come rob you in the middle of the night. I didn't know it. So that, that's, that's the origin of the word thug. <laughs> Uh, now, if you want to say that has racial overtones, it's it's towards Indian people. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, yeah
3: I'm not aware of that. You learn something every day.
2: Oh, absolutely.
4: <laughs> Zach, could you get a new graphic for us for etymology corner?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, my wife got me an etymological dictionary last year for Christmas, so uh, <laughs> um, that's my jam. Perfect. <laughs>
1: Jake Green says it's a basic human emotion to desire. Rec- Jake Green says it's a basic human emotion to desire recognition for our actions
2: that we're proud of.
0: There you go. Yep.
2: So I guess so. That's the why that people are
4: clout chasers.
2: Yeah. To them, they they achieved something. They want to brag about it.
0: And it looks like Grumpy is breaking news for us. says CNN headline Hunter Biden faces nine criminal charges in federal tax case, including failure to file and pay taxes, among others.
3: Probably the least bad thing that he's done.
5: <laughs>
0: wow.
3: Of, honestly, I don't know.
0: All right. All I have to say about that on. is the founding fathers
1: sure. did not envision us. Go ahead.
0: No, I think we're on a little bit of de- uh, delay. I was just going to say. You go uh, ahead.
1: Oh, okay. Well, very fast. I don't believe the founding fathers envisioned individuals to pay income tax because that didn't come around until 1900. That's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I agree. Right, but uh, fractional reserve banking uh, did originate in the late 18- in the late 1700s. So, did it really? Yes. As we we've we fought many wars and many struggles over uh, the fractional reserve banking system even uh, harder and more violently than we did the income tax maybe
3: maybe Jake's proud of this documentary that he made about that and wants to brag about that in the comments I'm not sure but
2: yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so I don't have the big wait I forgot to play the uh, thingy to make it a big reveal that we're doing trivia I don't even know where it is there it is We're doing trivia.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Way to make a big thing out of it, Zach. You're batting a thousand, Zach. Good job, man. Yeah. Do we have the music? I hear oh, a wait. little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the music's on. I Unless i wrong
3: truly going crazy, I, I hear the music. So
2: there we go. Oh, I have the wrong. Okay. While you're getting that ready? It's very faint. Grumpy gnome says he still believes that Hunter Biden is libertarian. Uh, maybe ANCAP? Cap.
5: <laughs> In <laughs> the
2: go libertarian. Maybe yeah. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> you can be libertarian just on the tax front like
2: yeah. tax and drugs maybe, you know. There you go. Well, you know, the whole 10% for the big guy, that, that's a capitalist move all the way.
0: And guns. Yeah.
2: So
4: she try to recruit him. The yeah.
3: <laughs> we can recruit him.
0: There. There we go. All right, got the right trivia up now. All right, so libations trivia and the Categories this week are mixed bag because I couldn't find ten full questions about any one topic. Is that about drugs? Then, mixed bag. Maybe.
3: <laughs> never know. And then got a mixed bag. And
0: Japanese food. Oh, and yeah. I'll explain the rules a little bit. I the so, re- what's that?
1: Oh, you said Japanese food. John, I was like, you. oh, soldasne. Yeah.
3: Oh.
0: <laughs> You may be on a little bit of a delay. I think so, you yeah. In this game. But I mean, feel free to come right, like drop and come back if you want to try to fix that. And if not, then that might be a problem on. with
3: trivia. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, we're all gonna get stomped by Zane anyway. Probably. It doesn't matter.
4: Yeah, yeah. Resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so basically, round one, ten questions, they will be one point each. Round two, five questions, two points each. Round three, three questions, three points each. That's where people typically sometimes come back and beat Zane. Uh, every is a free-for-all, so I'll read it, and then just cover your camera with your hand. And that's how I'll know to call on you. And don't blurt out answers, and if you win, you basically get nothing. But... All that makes sense?
3: Yeah, we're playing for just we're pride.
0: Right. All right, let's do it. Alright, so I need to pull up the questions and read them before I reveal them. One sec. You would think I would have them handy and not just in like a million <laughs> different That would make pads. too much sense.
3: That's yeah, we don't do that.
0: All right. Question one. What was the name of the infamous New York crime family led by John Gotti in the late twentieth century?
5: Gotti. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm, Zane.
4: Spaghetti Raviolio.
0: You know what? Yeah. No, but you're on the right track. <laughs> no, that's not right. That's not it. <laughs> john the Corleone family you, we're getting close i think if we combine some of these words we might get it <laughs> all right alden steve let me reveal the question so you guys can read it
3: hmm. i mean i don't know all
0: right no guesses. All right. Anybody in, else? Or I reveal? I, Wait I don't a minute. If, if it's
4: led by somebody named John Gotti, then it would it just be the gaudy family?
3: <laughs> the Gaudi fathers not.
2: No. <laughs> All right. Answer. somatic don't know this one. Oh Gambino. Gambino. Gambino hey okay. Grumpy got that uh, one.
3: Did he? Oh yeah. Yeah. For those, oh, in the section,
5: for,
1: those in, for those in the comment section. um we're not reading yeah. the comment section for answers. Yeah.
0: No, we do actually. I was supposed to do that. The <laughs> audience wins that one.
4: There is there was one time that the audience did win.
3: Uh-huh. Ooh. But but what Zane's right. not mentioning is that Zayn was in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> we I'm always, always to have to like too. we mm-hmm. Ollie oop that one. We always finish the that humble brag for him.
0: I was just gonna right. say the humble part. <laughs> So the audience has one, thanks to Grumpy Gnome. Mm-hmm. And then Jake also says, shut up, Zane, which is, <laughs> I don't know what it's about, but. <laughs>
4: Everything that I've said so far this episode.
0: Yep. All right. Question number two. H- oops. I revealed it. Zane's already read it. I was going to
5: say, I didn't read it, but (laughs) Zane might have.
0: Who is the leader of the Chicago outfit during the Prohibition era, known for his role in the Valentine's Day massacre? That's Saul Alden, I think. Al Capone. Boom. Oops. There we go. Al Capone. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. All right. So, audience one, Alden one. All right, next question. Question three. Who was the notorious Boston mobster and FBI informant who inspired the film The Departed? Alden.
3: Oh, I don't know about that one. I was going to say Whitey Bulger, but...
0: Whitey oh, Bulger? Oh, okay, yeah. Why? I didn't know that it
3: inspired The um, *The Departed. Yep.
0: All right, question four. I am losing track. There we go. Which drug trafficking and money laundering organization was known for its operations in Atlanta and buying billboards for publicity? Zane.
4: The CIA.
0: (laughs) I don't know if they had billboards or not, but. That
3: was, no, that's worth drinking to. That's hilarious. (laughs) I love that.
0: I mean, I want to say that they were probably somehow wrapped up in this, let's be honest. That was,
3: no, that was my favorite little Zane Zinger ever.
0: That's another thing. We need a screen or a sound effect for a Zane Zinger. (laughs) Steven.
2: (laughs) Is it the the, the YSL? Was it the the, the Young Slime Gang? The Young Thug led?
0: No, I think this one was more like 20-ish years ago. I don't yeah. know. I'm bad at mm. dates, oh. but it was in the past. The young I was going to say
1: the Coca-Cola gang. company, but it was 20 years ago now. Say again? Oh, I said it was going to say the Coca-Cola company, but it 20 years ago now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Unfortunately, laughs> also known as the Young the... Gang.
3: <laughs> yeah, billboards would, for something with cocaine in it, you know.
4: It would be awesome if Coke still had the original, original recipe.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know?
0: All right, I Steven. think
4: Stephen,
2: yeah. The CDC. <laughs> CDC.
0: Drug trafficking, money laundering, <laughs> and billboards. Boom. I think mean, you Bill got it. it. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: nice. All right. Any last co- guesses before I go on?
3: I mean, you're not going to beat CDC and CIA. So, yeah. I do not know. It, it. was
0: the Black Mafia family. So, yeah. I so don't they know had billboards, means. they had a record label, and they were a gang. Well, are you gang. really a
4: gang if you don't have a record label? I mean, come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, it's not Jack Anya, is it? <laughs> That's Atlanta.
0: All right. Question number 5. What was the primary purpose of the Knights Templar when they were originally formed in the earliest 12th century? I think Stephen was I first. think Stephen
2: got it. To yeah. Guard the Holy Grail. Yeah.
0: That's not what I have, but I'm also oh. not prepared to argue with you about I, that. That's what
3: I was gonna say. So, that's... <laughs> what do you have?
0: Oh wait, the well, original. That... I think. Wait a minute. The purport, like what they said, was the purpose. Yes. So maybe right. Stephen's off on what the real purpose was. I don't know.
3: But Johnny, you are you trying to wave your hand or
1: yeah, yeah? Or are you just saluting? Um, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll change it. But um, <laughs> I was gonna say. <clears throat> fighting the crusades
3: i um, actually i think i know the,
0: and no. the... go ahead yeah, yeah
3: yeah okay it was to defend a road the original purpose of them i think was actually to defend a section of road to protect yeah. people that were traveling i don't remember
4: the name of the road yeah. but
0: i'll accept that it was to protect Christian pilgrims traveling to the Holy Land. Yeah, there you
4: go. Yeah. Wait, are you telling me that the Knights Templar are a medieval example of private security? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's literally what it was. That's what they said it was, but I liked Stephen's answer better. But.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, because what in the original Black Friday Ooh. when they all got slaughtered?
3: Is that what?
2: Really? What? Black it's Friday Friday the,
1: Friday the 13th.
3: There we go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. it's like Black I Friday. Right? <laughs> that feels weird, but I, I mean, America celebrates some weird shit, so why not? <laughs> yeah.
0: When I was compiling these, come up with any like objections or any like things that might like you might not agree with the answer, but I didn't even foresee that one. Mm. <laughs> but. All right, question six. Apart from their military and religious role, the Knights Templar also established a significant network in what other field? Stephen.
2: Oh, well, that would be part of their religious role. Knights Templar, significant network in what other field?
0: Private security. Maybe, but that is not the answer.
3: (laughs) Alden. Animal husbandry.
0: Also, maybe, but not what. I mean, they might have done all this. John.
1: Moonshine. (laughs) Alcohol sale.
0: Another good answer, which they probably were mixed up in, but Zane.
4: Metallurgy.
0: Metallurgy. I don't even know what that is. I think I've heard the word on this show, maybe, but... (laughs) I think we need another etymology. (laughs) Etymology, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So apparently I need to tone the trivia down. This was supposed to be the easy section. So any last-minute guesses? What other role were the Knights Templar big into? Underwater basket weaving.
3: That's the... Damn it, I knew it. That was
0: more of a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Steven? Politics. Getting pretty close, but all right. Any last guesses and I'll just reveal.
3: Are you going to do a hint or? Oh, that'll work.
0: Banking. I I don't
3: know. I think Uh, I sprinkled in some
0: hints. Banking and finance.
3: So politics. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Question seven.
3: But everyone knows the baskets were what they sold to get all the capital to invest in banking. It was the underwater basket weaving, ultimately was right.
0: Yeah. I think there's a typo in this one, so listen to me more than reading it. Okay. (laughs) How many sides does the Great Pyramid of Giza have? Alden.
3: Eight. Eight. I'm not gonna, I refuse to lose on Egyptology questions.
0: What? What?
4: Is there yeah, like a it, they're concave. pyramid in the ground? No, no,
3: no, no. It, well, who knows? But it's concave, where each side is technically two
2: sides. Like,
0: yep. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, then so it's that's four. the inside and the outside. So I say ten. It would be sixteen <laughs> if you were doing
4: it. Yeah, like if 15. it was. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> All right. Question eight. Which material used to cover the exterior of the Great Pyramid has since eroded away? That was close. I don't. I think it was Zane by a hair. <laughs> so I, I know, know. that
4: I know the top was originally gold. I don't think the entire thing was gold, but I'll say gold.
3: No. No. Nope. It's limestone.
0: Yep. Limestone. And it was stone.
3: destroyed and used to build Cairo. Basically, there's pieces of it just like as the foundations for buildings everywhere in there they destroyed it.
0: And apparently it came from like 200 miles away.
3: The the gold was the capstone, not the sides. That was just the capstone. And all the
2: builders were actually paid. The whole slave labor thing was just a Greek myth that was created later on. There's a there's a lot of writing in the right? straight face.
4: <laughs>
3: We can, we can do a whole episode on Egypt stuff later, too, honestly, and just, like, what's right and what's wrong about all that, but... Or we could not do that. Or we could not do that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess no one cares, so...
0: <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> last one of the first round. So, this is the last one that's worth one point. Uh, question nine. The Egyptian Revolution of 2011, or the January 25th Revolution, led to the resignation of what leader? Zane.
4: Um Morsi.
0: No. Steven. Mubarak. Yeah. Oops. no <laughs> I read the wrong question. So I'll just that one'll be a bonus. Darn it. Oh, God. Question 10. Tide. Mubarak. I can't count, so I'd only done nine questions. I already r- revealed this one. But uh, so here's just a fun fact, not a trivia question. Oh no, I would. How many?
3: Yeah,
0: I would. would have gotten this one. Oh, for it's sure. Kind of yeah. a trick question. No, it's how not many mummies you... have been found in the Great Pyramids of Giza during Fucking modern none, archaeological sure. explorations? Zero. It's none. It's because they oh. weren't tombs.
3: Like, don't even get me started.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I guess, the mainstream explanation that they were looted in antiquity, or there's the Alden explanation that they weren't tombs. But most of the bodies were just found in the Valley of the Kings.
3: Yeah, they're, they're not in the actual pyramids.
0: Yeah. I didn't know you knew so much about Egypt, or I was trying to make this like a tricky I don't thing. know the modern Egypt. I know
3: ancient Egypt, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Steven got
3: modern <laughs> Egypt.
0: All right, so I screwed one of them up. That's so if right. there's a one-point difference at the end, you guys can fight and blame me <laughs> or whatever.
3: Just like honors code, like, did you guys, like, know that as far as, like, how many
4: mummies or... I mean, whenever there's yes. a numerical question, I will often just guess zero because that's <laughs> often the answer. But,
2: but did you know? We, oh yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm with you too. I'm, I'm, I figured, I'm of the mind that they're not tombs.
3: I figured it would come down to maybe Stephen and I, Zane just they're, they're, trying to guess zero, and then Stephen and I. Might be some
2: bodies in the walls here and there, but they're not tombs.
3: No, I, I honestly, we again, there's no, there's no reason for a body to have been in there if you. You know really think about like what it was and all that, but
4: bodies in the walls is that like a Hoover Dam sort of thing where people just Absolutely. kind of fell in and got and then yeah, just kind of concrete over them? Like,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Upton Sinclair of the ancient world, just, people uh, left at the stairs, yeah, fell in the sausage machine.
1: Oh no,
3: is that the uh, the guy that wrote the jungle, the jungle, yeah, yeah, about yeah, the yeah.
2: modern meat processing, yeah. yeah. We're doing our own side trivia right
5: now. That's what trivia is good for. It's just
0: like it's basically a conversation starter. It does kind of
3: spur it on, yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: All right, so round two worth two points each, five questions is hacking. Wait, what are the scores?
4: I know I'm not doing well so far.
0: Well, I'm also really bad at keeping scores, but (laughs) I have audience at one, Alden at five, and Steve at one. Holy uh, cow. But if that's anybody only contested that, I would <laughs> that's believe. Only, that's only... Or well, some of the questions even, nobody got. Yeah, said, there was a few no one got. Did you say
4: five, and two one? And that one? I screwed up. Or five, uh, one, and one.
0: One, five, one. So seven. That's only seven. Well, one of them I screwed up, and then two of them I think no one got.
3: Oh, so, I forget that sometimes we just are all idiots, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been doing any better at this, by the way. Have you
3: ever played, or have you always been kind of behind the scenes for trivia?
0: I've played. I've always lost, but... But you have
3: other... Yeah, you've played a couple times then, yeah.
0: Yeah, I played last week, even. I did not know any of them. I'm sorry, man.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Don't smoke weed, kids. You'll forget everything. (laughs) All
0: right. Round two. Uh, Hacking. So, the Stuxnet computer worm discovered in 2010 targeted industrial control systems and is believed to have been created by which countries to impair Iran's nuclear program? Stephen.
2: The United States and Israel.
0: Nice. U.S. and Israel. See, I didn't know that
3: at all. And, like, literally, though, that probably would have been one of my guesses just because... They like to the fuck with shit over there. They're the oh, yeah. two nations most invested in fucking with shit over there. But I, to be honest, I did not know that. So well,
2: I, I brought that up a few weeks ago because we, did we hacked into their their biggest <laughs> nuclear power plant. Yeah, we hacked into it and it was playing ACDC's Thunderstruck at full volume, and I couldn't. <laughs> <make it. laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it played for like five days before they finally just ripped the speakers down. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. That's too funny. And-
0: one of the big things where I guess they had to know it was a state-sponsored creator was that it infected an air-gapped system, what? which means it infected a system that wasn't even on the network, ever on the internet. Yeah, yeah. How do you even so, do that? Infrared? I think they transferred to thumb drive, like the web wow. embedded wow. into a thumb drive somehow, and then got to it. Wow. Yeah. Or but, or the
2: skiff wasn't really a skiff.
0: Yeah. Or, SCIF or it was really plugged was plugged into a-
2: the main server.
0: Yeah, it wasn't air gapped. Yeah, you're, you're, in a, you're in a soundproof
2: all. room, but you're still plugged into the main server.
3: They reverse yeah. Snowdened it where they brought in a Rubik's Cube with a thumb drive in it into the place, like instead of out, you know. I guess no knows right. that story. Never mind.
0: It's <laughs> faintly familiar. So I that's guess that's how, how he Snowden, spilled the data in and out.
3: That's how he got it out was the Rubik's Cube. And he tossed the Rubik's Cube to the security guard. And he was like, hey, you ever, you know, you ever finish one of these? And like when he's going through the body scanner, the security guards messing with the Rubik's Cube. So the cube never goes through the scanner. And then he hands it back to him at the end. And that's how he got a, the little SD card oh, out or whatever. Clever. Yeah. yeah. I've, Chelsea I, I don't know.
0: Manning, Chelsea Manning, like, had CDs, but they look like music CDs that she had burnt. Like, yeah, this I is know, just my I it was romance. just romance. Like, yeah. yeah, basically. I think it was just like pop music, like Britney yeah. Spears or something. But I was going
3: to joke, joke and say Britney Spears. That's <laughs> too funny. When you said pop.
2: You guys leave Britney alone. Mm-hmm. Who's got the dogs?
4: <laughs> oh, that's somebody else in my apartment. I can go on.
2: That's
4: no, okay. no, I don't. We don't barely wait.
0: heard it. Um. Okay, question two. The 2014 cyber attack on Sony Pictures Entertainment attributed to North Korea was allegedly in response to what? Zane the interview. Yep. release of the interview.
3: I was going to say the happening, so.
0: <laughs> <Good day. laughs> Kim was But that makes Kim Jong-il was real mad. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um I don't know if I believe that or how they know that, but that's the official, that's the reason. Well, that was... That uh, someone uh, Dennis,
2: Dennis Rodman brought back that information, right? Like,
0: uh-huh.
2: he went undercover for us one more time so he could go uh, <laughs> play basketball with his buddy. Oh, and that's he came right. he's he he... like, yo, dog, it's that movie you released. He don't like it. That's <laughs> right. I forgot
3: about all of that. Yeah. Because what was like, it was uh, Kim's like favorite ball player or whatever, and he like
2: right
3: granted him the special honor to come out and whatever but I remember that
2: now. yeah
1: uh... <laughs> and then North Korea got hacked like in response in retaliation by who knows oh I'm
3: sure because
2: I'm sure their shit sucks you know like so well no no actually Absolutely. they have a hacking well never I don't want to ruin the whole subject let's see if it doesn't come up again
0: there's no more but... North Korea
2: oh, okay, okay okay they have a hacking group It's like Bureau 13 or something like that and they habitually run circles around us on the internet really like, north korea yes it's oh damn wild i didn't know see yes. what do I yes. know? well
0: i'm sure it's changed a little bit but i had always heard that they don't have a ton of infrastructure to target to begin with uh-huh. and then they go into china to hack so that you know the source looks like china mm.
5: and well, then
0: like if you wanted to just like hack them back you're hacking some random and then cnn china, will say
3: that it's russia but I yeah. think the
2: uh what was it the the heart well never mind I don't want to ruin this again. Let let's keep going. <laughs>
3: I don't know anything about hacking, so like I don't I'm think you're just...
0: gonna ruin anything else. But...
3: Steven's just gonna win this segment, I think. So
0: but all right, let's move on. If there's yeah, a I'm Mr. Mr.
3: Robot ahead. question, I might get that. Like
0: <laughs> All right, hold on. I just realized I might not be keeping score. And <laughs> also about to skip a question. All right, we'll have to scrub that one, right? Yeah, oh, nice. And that's two points. Boom! I was, I had had messed up again. (laughs) All right, here we go. And I was about to mess up another time. I'm glad I caught that.
3: We're gonna get participation trophies today.
0: Yeah, (laughs) the first time I did this, I did not record the win. So, Buddy who won, he doesn't actually get that at all (laughs) because I did Buddy win certify it. Yeah, oh man. All right, question 3. John Draper, a legendary figure in the hacking community, famously adopted the nickname Captain Crunch. He earned by discovering a toy whistle found in the Captain Crunch cereal box that could be used to do what? Steven,
2: phone freaking.
0: More specific.
2: Uh, he could he could uh, hack the phone lines. Like he he dialed into the president's office one time and and prank called the president um he could basically you know everything that used to have an operator for that would have to have the switchboard plug things in like you could he could access any anything that was plugged into the telecom network if that's even
3: remotely right just give (laughs) it to
0: me somewhat close but any (laughs) i'll give it to you if no one else guesses it like right on all right zane dog whistle You know, it probably could be used for that, but I think that had already (laughs) been discovered.
4: Everyone
3: knows it's a rape whistle.
0: Anyone else? What did the whistle in the Captain Crunch box do to the phones, basically?
3: Annoyed them.
0: I'll give it. Yeah, it probably did.
3: See, yeah, (laughs) Steven gets
0: it. I'll give it to Steven. It was for making free long distance calls. Oh, it did. It opened up a bunch of the stuff that you're talking about, like different types mm-hmm. of tones that could be played into phones. So, it
3: like but it this one led to that.
0: Yeah, this one specifically, it made the 2600 tone. And that was what the phone system just happened to use to signify that a long distance call had been paid for. Okay. So, you got to like dial a number below the whistle and your call was free. Oh, interesting. That yeah. oh, was John And then Frozen? there was other ones. I think John is frozen. Let me take. Unless him he's out just very,
3: time. very still. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, we'll just talk about phone freaking till he comes back. I guess. Yeah, yeah, like star six seven,
2: star you know star six seven would mask your number if someone had caller ID. I thought phone freaking. That sounds like a nine hundred number to me. Phone freaking, but. There you go. But this is freaking with a ph. Oh, it's hacking the phone system with sound tones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all I've done Once is... everything migrated over to digital, which, you know, that was that was a big problem for the John Birchers in the late 70s was, you know, was it Project Echelon? I think it was, which was like, mm. um, you know, the groundwork for the modern day surveillance system. But once everything moved over to the digital tone system rather than like an actual like switchboard type model, that was when it, it, it gave gave way to those kind of things where you could just play certain sound tones over the phone line right and access certain features that were only available to administrators if you knew the
3: certain time. frequency or it right. was like a and passcode of frequency like i mean i've seen war games that's it that's all i know matthew broderick yeah. doing the like phone thing in this little yeah, stuff yeah. that's all i know like yeah
2: yeah but that was uh yeah there you go hackers is the crazy
0: yeah i have a copy a vhs of hackers signed by penn gillette yeah
2: there you go that was one of matthew lillard's best movies too i'll just go ahead and say that here's Um, john's back did you guys see uh mr
3: robot the show yeah one of the one of the better hacking yeah it's pretty cool one of the better hacking depictions on like a movie or show
0: it wasn't too crazy either like it got crazy and there was like fantastical scenarios but a lot of the times they were using real hacking tools. They hired using a hacker techniques.
3: as yeah. a, a reference to make sure that it didn't go off the rails, and they like used him to sculpt kind of like how it would
2: look and everything. But well, yeah, like the movie hackers, you know, hack the planet. You know, had some cool stuff. But I mean, they they had a computer from like 1993, and then it's looking. You know, the things it's producing was not capable for that computer. Yeah, Yeah,
4: I mean, most of the time when you are watching a movie and it's about somebody hacking into something, it'll just be somebody typing extremely fast and a bunch of random letters appearing on the screen. (laughs) It's like, it's hard for me to suspend disbelief when you're putting in such a little effort into making it realistic. But I remember I was watching another movie a couple of years ago, and somebody was accessing the dark web and the way that they did that was just go onto a regular web browser and type in dark web. Dots. <laughs>
2: I've seen, I've seen some, some rom-coms from the late nineties where people are like texting each other and then mm-hmm. it, it shows, you know, they're holding their phone out the window or something like that. And it's like, it's a snapshot of an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, that's not a text message. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> but it's that?
0: So I work in cybersecurity. And one of the companies I used to work for was, you know, some people were interviewed on the news, they came to our office, and they wanted to capture a bunch of B roll. So I had coworkers <laughs> who were firing up hacker typer. Which is just like this website where like you just hit any key as fast as you want, and it prints green text on the screen. So it looks like (laughs) basically, and they were just pounding on their keyboard, making this green text appear while the news shot it. Was like, love it, it's great, and they use it. It was on like Eleven Alive.
3: That's such a good troll. Like if you know, you know. That's hilarious. Oh man, yeah.
1: Yeah, Reality television is not real. Yeah. yeah, no.
0: <laughs> they even did the uh, thing where two people typed on the same keyboard at once. Nobody questioned it, but
6: wow,
3: like you're playing piano <laughs> like a duet, like yeah. All right, <laughs>
0: question four: Which political figure has claimed past involvement with the hacking group Cult of the Dead Cow, recognized for coining the term hacktivism? I think I saw Zayn. It was definitely okay. Zayn. I was, well, I was is out of the corner of my eye.
4: <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say which politician claimed involvement in invention of the internet. In which case, <laughs> I was gonna say Al Gore, but you right. may have gotten me with this twist. Um, this one, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Ralph the twist.
3: <laughs> All he said was which political figure. It's not a twist. It's the rest of the question.
4: <laughs> well, that's because he put his
0: question. Yeah.
4: You're the it's M. Shadow on like... of trivia. <laughs> yes, that's what I was about to say.
3: <laughs> the Cult of the Dead Cow. I think that's his upcoming movie, actually. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll make a guess. Like, yeah. Uh,
0: I think Stephen had you by Sure,
3: that's fine. I. Uh,
0: yeah. Is Donald Trump? No. Okay. He doesn't need a hack when he can time travel, right? So. <laughs> Alden.
3: Hillary Clinton.
0: Nope. And then Grumpy guesses Joseph Biden. I'm not sure if he knows what a computer is. <laughs> and John, what do you got?
1: Nancy Reagan just because I want it to be true.
0: Nancy Reagan. I want it to be true too, but that's not true. Does hacking somebody count as bullying them? Um,
3: <laughs> depends on
0: I'll go with no, and I'll drop the hint that I'm fairly sure this guy was bullied way more than he ever bullied. Alden.
3: Okay. I have no idea now, but I'm just going to throw up Mitch McConnell.
0: No, it was not Cocaine Mitch. Dang it. And then I saw Stephen's hand, and then John.
2: Barack Obama.
0: No, that was one of the few things Obama was not getting up to. Uh, Dang it. John. Nixon. Nixon? No. no, he
3: he was a bully. He b- definitely bullied.
0: He'd have been a very early hacker, too. Okay, last guess, Zane, and then I'll reveal. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It is Beto O'Rourke. Wow. He claimed to be part of the hacking group Cult of the Dead Cow. Okay.
3: Okay, so... Well, I was Who's in the that?
2: Kekistan 420 Brigade
0: in 2016. Which know about that? That's Who's more. Peter you know <laughs> he ran for some stuff in Texas a few times. He was the guy, like, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s.
3: Oh, I don't know this guy. Oh yeah, so well, I never heard about this. Yeah, but how busy. Okay. <laughs> <okay. laughs>
4: He was so successful not becoming governor of Texas that then he used that as a launch pad to <laughs> not become president. <laughs> nice.
2: There you go. So
4: he's well, like and, and Beto,
2: don't try it. don't try and church it up. You you are white as a ghost. You're not Latino. Your name is not Beto, it's Francis.
3: <laughs> Frank, is that right? I don't see I yeah. don't know these jokes.
4: His full name is Francis. Yeah, his full name is like Francis or Robert O'Rourke. Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah, Beto Where's was Beto like a, come a,
2: a, from? a nickname he gave himself to like appeal.
1: Amelia Nino Nett, Hermopoulos, the princess of Tokyo.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Beto. <laughs> there's he that. hacks, he skateboards. He's going to take your <laughs> AR-15. Question number five. He actually on
2: a skateboard, I
0: remember. Yeah, he's got the tall linkiness, like, you know, the Tony Hawk build. So, yeah. Mm. All right. Last question of this round. Wait, have I been, okay. No one got the last one. No one got, okay. I'm really <laughs> stuck keeping support, but You guys are making it easy. All right. What was the primary motivation claimed by British hacker, Gary McKinnon for breaking into us military and NASA computers, Alden for fun. I'm sure it was fun, but he had a he had a bigger goal. Dang it!
3: I'm just making shit up because I do not know anything about hacker history.
0: Zane, uh, the Iraq War. No, I love it. every I had time. The year in front of me, but every
3: time that we guess and we're wrong, Zach starts nodding and then he's like, nope. That, good guess, <laughs> like <laughs> I always think it's
0: right, and then he's like,
1: "Nope."
0: I'm just glad that people are guessing. John, John, you, John's gonna to guess
1: to impress Jodie Foster.
0: <laughs> that is not it. That's gotta uh, be it. She had to have been impressed. Let's just be honest.
3: Is like you break into a military. She came out of the closet. I guess, yeah. It's got to be before. All right, Steven. Because he could. Well,
0: that's, that's his, a lot like for fun.
3: That was, yeah, it's his uh, bigger motivation.
0: All right, any last... What year was guesses? this? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Because that would impact was. I think, it was, the, I think it was the early 2000s. The early aughts. Okay. Did you have a guess, Alden?
3: Yeah. Because he wanted people to understand how bad Nickelback was.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Damn it. So close. Uh, <laughs> hey, bad as they are, prison gates still open up for them. Okay.
4: Because he was based in Red Pilled.
0: I'd probably say that was say. a tertiary motivation. <laughs> Alright, last guess is john or steven i think if anyone has any last ones or i'll just reveal steven
1: to go ahead
0: john yeah go ahead. either way
1: to make people leave Brittany
0: alone <laughs> i wish i wish it would have worked but it did not and no Steven, last guess.
2: I, I will say because we invaded the Middle East. Nope. The answer See, is... he nods again, like he's like, Nope. <laughs> he
3: <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> Pay attention, it was, it's every
0: time. That one's way messed up, but it says looking for evidence of UFOs and free energy suppression. Oh, okay. Uh, and he claims he found a picture of a UFO that he didn't download. <laughs> because it was too big. I don't know. But that's what he claims. Command P, it was too man. big
4: to email himself as an attachment.
2: Right? Yeah, because early 2000, both three megabytes was the cap. <laughs> he tried. Yeah.
0: Jake says Nickelback is awesome. STFU. Jake would like Nickelback. <laughs> well, like
4: if if only this guy could have taken Nickelback's advice and look at this
0: photograph. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he did look at it, he needed a oh download. My God. Zane, you're killing me tonight, man. <laughs> All right, so it is anybody's game, uh, three questions, three points each, and it is about Japanese food. Wait, I was, I far was always far shocked.
2: Drink. Uh, hold on, before we move on to this, I was always shocked that Chad Kroger was never featured in a Publix commercial. um that's true. I, I, I think that would be a big step like any other grocer. That <laughs> Chad Kroger endorse you. <laughs> so. Okay.
0: All right. Question one, round three. What is the name of the Japanese dish made by fermenting soybeans with bacteria, known for its strong flavor and health benefits? Alden. Mizo. No. What? Crap. I don't know who I saw next. Maybe. I think it was Steven Zane yeah. and then John.
2: Oh. Uh, I... Nope. Zane.
0: Kimchi. Nope. John.
1: Kimchi's Korean. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, I, I'm I gonna... actually was going to say miso.
0: Sorry. I didn't catch that.
3: He was going to say miso.
0: Oh miso. Yep. All right. Did you have a second guess, Alden?
3: Um, fermenting. I mean, soy sauce is fermented soybean, but it's not a dish.
0: I mean, the dish literally just looks like fermented soybeans. It's sticky and oh, hmm. kind of gross looking brown soybeans.
3: Okay, then I guess I don't know.
4: All
0: right, oh. I'll just go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know because I'm oh.
4: not a soy boy.
0: <laughs> the audience already got it. It's natto.
3: All right, one for the audience.
0: Oh. That is now the audience's second place. If there's a
3: low-calorie <laughs> version, is it natto light?
0: Could be. <laughs>
3: I gotta try to keep up with Zayn's zingers here.
0: All right. Mine aren't as good, to be honest. Which type of Japanese green tea is ground into a fine powder before being mixed with water? Alden. Matcha. Yes, matcha. I love matcha. Alden.
4: All right. I was at um, a libertarian meetup a couple months ago, and there was a guy there that brought like a traditional tea kit, and he was giving people samples of his tea. And he had mm-hmm. one tea that he had, like, imported from China that was called, like, King of Duck Shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know Is... why you would name anything that if you actually wanted people to drink. Was it, it
3: but... like, a false cognate or was it in English, like,
4: duck shit? No, it was literally that. And I asked him, like, hey, dude, <laughs> what's the deal with that? And he was apparently, like, there's a, there's a certain, like, aroma of duck poop, I guess, where you can... <laughs> like separate that out from just like the poop smell. So like a
3: saumonier might be like a little duck shit, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. Right.
4: I I've never really you know sniffed smell duck poop, so I yeah. don't really know what that is. I but haven't gotten that close. It is,
2: apparently it has a distinct flavor profile, or at least aroma. Hopefully not a flavor profile. <laughs> There was that one time with Pixie Sticks at Disneyland, but you
0: know. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> so that was a a Pu-erh tea. and I think it's one of those things like with marijuana strains where they all just mm. get wacky names, like oh, this is Northern Lights and this is Green Cough or whatever.
3: Dick in the dirt and yeah,
0: yeah so it's like do. all these Pu-erh teas just get like marketed differently, I guess. Okay,
3: but- gotcha energy drinks apparently these kind of teas and weed have the weirdest fucking
0: names (laughs) all right last question um what is responsible for giving panko its distinctive texture during production zane bread (laughs) i mean that is pretty important (laughs) uh alden freeze-drying no <laughs> like i i feel weird saying no because you've worked in restaurants and i never have so i'm like second guessing but no that is not the answer i don't think okay that's so. fine <laughs> i'll Steven. go with yeast no not yeast johnny got anything anything john
1: getting yelled at by a, a tiger mom
0: it probably helped but our format's so weird where we like require everybody to answer it's like yeah, yeah you have no idea but just think of something no but you come up with some of the f-
3: craziest shit sometimes you know i'll go i'll go one more if and let's get a no jackie yeah. jackie
4: <laughs> horrible. I jackie
3: forgotten. oh my god yeah exactly um, do you that's have a hint? Become, or... That's
4: become some d- deep lore of the show.
3: It's a, it's a very much a returning, like, a, it's now a motif of the show. If you don't have a hint, I'll go again, but.
0: Um, so my, it's just, my... it's very unusual for, mm. to be done to food, I would say. Yeah, I think Alden's, you got to guess, and then we'll go to Steven.
3: You can go Steven. That's all right. I, I don't know. Okay. They play certain music for it
2: while it's <laughs> doing Serenade it with Beethoven. There
0: you go. That's not too far off from like their wagyu where they get but the house right. And that Japanese
2: vodkas are fermented.
3: Oh, I didn't I'll... know that. Is it is it sun drying? No, man.
4: So my grandfather recently started the being on like the carnivore diet and he was telling me about how you can make a replacement for panko. By taking pork rinds and crushing them up yeah. and coating stuff in that.
3: It's mm-hmm. keto breadcrumbs for sure, yeah. I've done it, it. tasty. Yeah, it's not bad.
0: All right. Any last guesses? You got me. Steven?
1: They beat the crap out of it with a rock and then they send it seaweed diving with mermaids.
4: <laughs> That's got to be it. What did you said sure was, that's
0: that's I said
2: is that's the traditional
0: message. I said fat content. No, all right. I'm just gonna reveal it. Yeah. <laughs> what is responsible for gaming panko its distinct texture? Electrical current. Oh no shit! You know, they they run a current through the bread dough or something like that. Make Whoa. it very. Yeah. That's crazy.
3: Actually, I did not know this. I have a new respect for panko now. The next yeah. time I eat tempura, I'm gonna think of this.
4: <laughs> wow, one might almost say that it's thunderstruck. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so I'm not sure how my questions were, cause not a lot of points on the board, but still all well, the I didn't wins. win.
4: So that... I don't
3: I really don't even know where that picture came from. <laughs> you sent it
0: to jake when he asked for it no that is
3: not the one that i sent him for sure oh then i don't know i didn't have sunglasses on my i wasn't like i didn't send him a picture like all leaning over so i have no
0: idea i did send him one but he didn't use
2: that did i beat the audience was i actually second place
0: no audience was second place Ah. (laughs) so it was alden audience and then steven zane
3: oh you got bronze Bronze ain't bad.
0: All right. So that is trivia. So let's keep going. Now we're going to talk about
3: the birds and the bees
0: and the Nikki Haley and all the crap that happened in the debate last night. That I'm sure.
3: Didn't he say that you pronounce his name Vivek, like cake or something?
0: No idea. I thought he said that.
4: I'm pretty sure it is pronounced Vivek, because when I was at Porkfest over the summer, a bunch of his campaign people were there, and they kept having events called Shake with Vivek, which only makes sense as a name for an event if it's pronounced Vivek. Yeah. Because all good names are
3: dry. V-Dog, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's watch this clip from last night. That's a great pause (laughs) for her.
4: Right,
5: V-Money.
6: She said that I have a woman problem. Nikki, I don't have a woman problem. You have a corruption problem. And I think that that's what people need to know. Nikki is corrupt. This is a woman who will send your kids to die. So he she brought can buy a bigger house. Yeah. This is the problem. Using identity politics more effectively than Kamala Harris <laughs> is a form of intellectual fraud. And it actually needs to end. there's a donor puppet masters wielding their puppet right up here tonight. This is how this game is played. The puppet masters put up their puppet, and I reject the use of identity politics in this party. It has been a cancer coming from the left, and I'm sick and tired of the double standards the people of this country are to. Having two X chromosomes does not immunize you. Thank you, thank
7: you, sir. Thank you.
6: (laughs) She said that I have a woman problem. Nikki, I I don't have.
0: So, what do you guys
2: think about that? Oh, that's great. (laughs) It's been great branding, you know, because even his hairline does a V. but I remember earlier debates when he said that Nikki Haley is just Liz Cheney in three-inch heels. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. man, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Like the only guy standing up for her was Chris Christie. Um, which, which, is, which is a real
4: accomplishment up. coming from him. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. one wants I, to be defended by
2: Christie. So, uh, well, as far as I know, he just he just wallers on the beach. He doesn't actually stand for anything. <laughs> um, the, the so, general
3: concept, though, of like I, the identity politics in general and stuff. And I mean, I tend to agree that it's it just doesn't have a real place there. And if you resort to saying something like that, it probably means that you don't have a, a stronger case to make.
2: There we go. Uh, well, exactly. Uh I like the things that he's saying lately. Uh, Vivek has now given at least two interviews to Alex Jones, uh, which I've I've seen more conservative pundits actually losing their minds over the fact that he gave an interview to Alex Jones than what he actually said during the interview. See, and Um, there, there again,
3: though, that's a similar kind of a thing of like this guilty by association, identity politics, like adjacent thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, And, and I will say that Vivek is, is the only Republican up on that stage that is acknowledging The the faults of the Republican Party currently. Uh, He seems uh, like he's uh,
3: on the meta level, kind of like breaking the fourth wall of the party a little bit. Well, he's he's he's
2: building on kind of like what Shia Iadu, sorry Shiva Iadure, you know the guy that created email. Uh, He's kind of building on like what his platform was, but he's a little more radical with it. So it's it's obvious he's trying to he's trying to anneal. The independent base. He's trying to anneal the, you know, the libertarians that still don't vote libertarian. Uh, the libertarians you know, he's trying, he's that don't know gather, that. He, he's he's you know setting the edge on on the political spectrum right now, but he's do, he's actually doing a good job at moving the Overton window as well. Yeah. Uh, so you know RFK, you know, moving the Overton window on one single issue, medical right. freedom, which is very important. Uh, but again, RFK is status quo on everything else. Uh, More so, on the
3: statist level and everything. else yeah, I mean, he's, but, a, he's a yeah. Kennedy, for
2: God's sakes. So, you know yeah. how how pro freedom is he really going to be? How pro freedom is he really allowed to be? Right? Um, it's it's one of those things. It's like you know, if he he could wind up like Princess Diana, you know, Princess Diana hated the royal family, and then you got Queen Elizabeth. That I, I understand that you know she's actually a mechanic. Uh, you know, she she's got a degree to be a mechanic and all that kind of stuff. So, how did her brakes fail? How did Princess Die's brakes fail? If your it, if your mom is a mechanic in a tunnel, yeah, where no one can see what's going on, exactly. So that could be RFK. It could be Chappaquiddick all over again. Instead of some drunk floozy, it's him in the passenger seat. Um, so I, I just I don't I don't see RFK RFK really breaking the mold on that kind of stuff. But Vec is really he's bringing topics to the debate stage that are not even in the carbs to be debated by the Republican Party, right? Now, obviously, they they want to they want to beat their chests on this. Oh, well, we're not going to allow men in the women's restrooms, or you know, crap like oh, we got to support Israel. All the that's all the stuff that they really want to talk about. But you know, he's bringing stuff to the table. They don't is that the Republican
3: stance about. is supporting Israel? Oh yeah. Is oh, it?
2: Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
3: I'm so out of the loop. I don't know what's going on with that because, yeah. but yeah, is but that like very oh, well
5: established? Well.
2: Well, I mean, Israel basically quarterbacks are war machine, which is the Republican party. Uh, it used
3: to be the Republican party.
2: Well, I mean, it's the military industrial complex. So there's, you know, there's some of the industrial dweebs that have come over from right. you know, the liberal side of things that are still a part of it. Uh, you know, cause they were big in finance or whatever. Uh, Finance. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, once you go to school for it, it's finance, not finance. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I like I like what Vivek is doing in the sense that or Vivek, whatever, how are you pronounce it? V dog. I like the way V dog (laughs) is is bringing some things to the table uh, that they don't really want to talk about because yeah, yeah, was really the first one that we saw kind of bringing his own topics to the debate stage. You know, they would ask what I mean and he would say that's great you're worried about that but let me tell you what I'm worried about and then he would right, say right. something totally different
3: and I think he's doing a pretty good job of like instead of doing more of like the trump flavor like the the whataboutism where it's yeah. like you ask him a direct question and he's like well what about you know them doing cocaine and you know and but it's like totally not making a point it's just like you know getting us on another topic he's doing yeah. a little bit more of like a meta level like fourth wall break of like okay but before we talk about that what about this underlying you know seed of corruption thing that is actually taking that question that you're asking and complicating it like it's related at least and it's right. it's, yeah, it's more same, intelligent now,
2: me and the audience have questions for you yeah, Mrs. yeah, yeah. moderator right and for the rest of you. you know, he's doing that kind of thing he's putting he's putting onus on the candidates and the moderators and the system yeah, itself I, that yeah. go ahead Zayn.
4: Vivek is, you know, targeting and attacking a lot of the same people that Trump did. But it's obvious that that he's a lot smarter and understands the policies a lot better. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not saying with that, you know, we should all like support Vivek for president. But what I am saying is is with Vivek and RFK both, Mm -hmm. I think what's far more important than whether or not I would personally vote for them is the net effect of their candidacy on the national dialogue which for both of them has unquestionably been a very positive impact compared to had they not been running
3: agreed yeah how are each of them bringing up things and shifting the conversation and sort of affecting the general american like view and zeitgeist and understanding of different things and like what are we even going to call into question and not and what are we going to accept and not?
0: What do you think about all this, John? Oh, oh. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what
3: he thinks. That's great timing though. And I'm <laughs> Yeah. What do you think, John?
5: <laughs> am I, am
1: I coming right. through?
5: Yeah. yeah You're yeah. back.
1: Okay. Cool. I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. Um, first things first, I did not watch the debate because it's not our party. <laughs> But, um, what yeah, did I? A lot of very good shade I'm missing out on by not watching the debate. That was a lot of fun. And the thing about Israel is the official story the official story here is you know, Israel's been an established country for like 70 years because of things like the Holocaust, showing that the Jews need a home base or also going to get messed with by people they have to share land with. That's like the theory. And Palestinians generally don't really mind the borders right they just want the ceasefire to happen and hamas wants its real estate back a lot of people say that it's going back to these like tribal wars that happened back like in the old testament and stuff like that but at the end of the day it's the 21st century there are civil ways to handle this and mm-hmm. i believe there was a story showing that hamas like blew up a hospital with like 1500 of palestinian children inside just to try to make it look like israel did it when US and Israeli intelligence has proved that it was in fact Hamas. So there's that. Um somebody said something about a Kennedy and it took me back to the recent South Park special with the Panderverse. Just thought I'd throw that out there. And I
3: haven't seen that one. This
1: thing. This this is a quarter that was mm-hmm. minted at the US mint last year. And I don't know if you could see it, but it has someone on it named Wilma Mankiller. What? What? Her last name is Mankiller. I
3: have to look. And this yeah, is on the back of a U.S. quarter.
1: Yeah. And not trying to slight her legacy as like this big Native American icon, but just the last name was interesting. Yeah. So that's on our money. And if you want Native American representation, especially female Native American representation, I also regularly order these. Very nice. I'm sure y'all have seen these before. Sacagawea dollars,
3: Sacagawea coins, yeah. Sacagawea's they got more the ballerinas on the back
1: now. So what I'm saying is,
2: what's this? There's definitely I, more masculinity.
3: Yeah, I I think that that's probably not an accident in terms of the but it symbolism.
2: Well, and, and it's and it's with the with the rise of the Me Too movement. I mean, how many celebrities now have been deposed by this? Uh, you know, the misogyny that's just pervasive in our culture, but there's no talk of misandry. How many women executives do we have right. that hate men? you know, like there, there's there's none. There's no reciprocation, and that was why, like the Proud Boys were like the closest thing you heard to like men's rights advocates, right? But then like the way they were always brought up was as a joke on any kind of anything of like, oh well, he's a men's rights advocate, whatever the hell that is, <laughs> you know it's 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 definitely worth talking about Uh, it's it's one of these things like there's there's a preponderance of coincidence that you cannot you can't separate like it's so statistically impossible for this much coincidence to coincide at the same time that is the only thing that you could logically deduce is that there is a concerted attack Save. save. I feel like this
3: whole line that you just said is like that you're going to use you could use the same sentence in the 9-11 debate that we're going to have here pretty soon.
2: Yeah, there you go. Pretty much. Uh, But it's uh, and that's that's one of the things you look at with like the, you know, the Al-Aqsa attack, you know, Israel and Palestine. It's there's a lot more at stake here. Uh, Because, you know, what what Hamas is using as grounds to launch attacks on Israel is that they're pro-abortion, that they're pro-gay, all this kind of stuff. Uh, And they're totally not, Uh, you know, because where they come from, they throw gays off the rooftops. But it's also worth noting that Hamas is not welcome in any other Muslim nation while we're on the Israel-Hamas thing. Uh, I mean, like, even Turkey is like, ew, no, I don't like them. Uh, But... You know, as soon as you start messing with him, they're like, hey, quit messing with him. And it's like, well, how about he lives in your basement? And then Turkey's like, "Uh, no, my basement's full. Actually, it flooded last month. It's got molded. <laughs> uh, no one wants the guy that like he's he's the drunk uncle that no one wants at any family gathering. Mm-hmm. But they want Israel to somehow put up with him being in the backyard.
4: Well, the thing with that is the one country that actually does want them to remain in power is Israel because it's important to remember that yeah Hamas is full of a lot of really bad dudes who you know are 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 pretty terrible people who want terrible things however the only reason that they're in power in Palestine at all and not you know more moderate political authorities is because Israel keeps giving them a ton of funding because they know that if they have an extremist group in power in Palestine, it makes it easier for them to be like, well, we can't negotiate with these people at all because look how extreme they are.
2: Mm-hmm. And there are
4: lots of speeches by Netanyahu and many other you know, high-ranking Israeli politicians. Uh, there is a quote specifically from Netanyahu who was um, like, who, whoever is in favor of... Um, I forget what the exact quote was, but it was something to the effect of if you're in favor of not compromising with Palestine, you need to have Hamas remain in power because Mm. that's the best thing optics wise for Israel, because they always have somebody to point to, to be like, well, these are so unreasonable. We could never negotiate with. It's
3: like the Trump thing for our media where you have this like obstinate, you know, loud, obvious figure to kind of, be the scapegoat for things and to be like, see, this is why we have to, you know, be opposed to this kind of a thing.
2: Well, yeah. And then uh, let's see here. What was it? So the term Palestine didn't even really come about until, uh, what was that? I think it was Hadrian. He suppressed a Jewish uprising and he was so pissed off about the uprising that he named their land Palestina afterwards, which was, the Philistines at the time. Mm. Uh, so, you know, for you biblical scholars, you know, anybody talking about you know the shibboleth, you know, being able to distinguish the the Philistines from the Gentiles and all that kind of stuff uh, was, um, or the Jews from the Gentiles. You know, the Philistines were among the Gentiles, I think, but they they couldn't properly pronounce the word shibboleth. Uh, so even it, it, there was a, th- a whole thing in the Bible with that. That like you know, if you couldn't say the word shibboleth. You couldn't so, get into the lands.
3: Another etymology but, note here.
2: Yeah, but it was it was ancient Rome. It was I believe it was Hadrian. Uh, you know, ancient Rome conquered the Jews. Let's say, and named the land Palestina because it was he gave the land to their enemies at that point, just to put a thumb in their eye. And that that's the only claim they have to the land was that oh well a Roman emperor gave it to us. But uh, really, you know, the modern day Palestinians are just Jordanian refugees, from what I understand, like, you know, post World War II, Jordan kicked him out because, again, it's the drunk uncle. No one wants the family reunion. Uh, you know, all the Muslim nations are like, you're pretty weird. Get away from me. And, you know, he just kind of set up shop in Israel's backyard and everyone's like, oh, you can't let him leave. You don't really have to give him rights, but you can't let him leave. So,
4: so I I I just found the quote from Netanyahu that I was trying to think of, which is he said when talking to other members of his political party that anyone who wants to thwart the establishment of a Palestinian state needs to support strengthening Hamas. This mm-hmm. is part of our strategy to isolate Palestinians in Gaza from Palestinians in Judea and Samaria.
2: Well, and, right. there, and there's plenty of news articles uh, that have since been purged from the internet, but they're from you know 10, 20 years ago, you know, post 9/11 world. Uh, so obviously, you know, we set up Al Qaeda, right? Al Qaeda literally means the base. It was what the Pentagon named our training compound over there when we sent Tim Osman over there, who was who became Osama bin Laden, uh, when we radicalized the Mujahideen against the Soviets in the late 70s. Uh, so we created Al Qaeda, but there's evidence that Hamas was actually somewhat created and funded by Israel. You know, it's the whole wag the dog scenario. Like you, that's as, it as long as you have a me. constant oppressor on the outside. Yeah. If you, what's even better is if you can make them controlled opposition, right? That's the word
3: controlled opposition was literally like on the tip of my tongue there. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, it, you know, it's just like what the CIA—it's uh, what they did with the Aryan Brotherhood or any actual white racist organization, you know, like the Klan, like their big leadership is in supermax prison. The guys calling the shots nowadays that are actually, you know, causing race riots or whatever are federal agents that have been implanted in this organization. And, you know, if they actually try to arrest each other, they'll find out that they're both federal agents. I
3: think in terms of (laughs) controlled opposition in more things now, like the older I get, whether it's between nations or political parties or whatever, this concept of like, you have to have this opposing force, this foe, the like Batman and Joker kind of a thing to perpetually just be in this battle. uh, And to be able to then emotionally sort of like appeal to people and win people over and like, you know, get things done and it's a manipulation tactic and it's been going oh, on for forever and it's still less. And well, it's
2: one of the things, you know, when Obama got in for his second term, because there was a there was a gaffe that, uh, you know, all the, all the big shot Republicrats couldn't help but make fun of him for for months and months at a time. I think Sean Hannity opened his show for two or three months. Is this mustard. I, well, about like, you know, I've I've been to I've been to <laughs> 49 states. I've got five more to go or something like that. Oh, yeah. You've been. Don't quote me on the exact. Oh, topic, I see, right? thanks. What's that? so the oic thing yeah yeah the oic the the union of, of uh, muslim nations you know that basically have their own their own government so like the number of states that obama referred to coincidentally was the number of muslim states in the oic and it was the same year cuz he had just so like on his campaign trail he went to several states hopped over there uh, I, I forget if it was like kuwait or dubai or something like that And then, you know, the OIC had their big plan where they launched their it was like their Bilderberg meeting, basically, where they launched their 10 year plan of action. That had a whole lot to do with propaganda and skewing gender identity of the accepting American public.
4: I think Uh, the last time you talked about this on the show and we clipped it, it's now our most viewed clip on Instagram so maybe we should talk about this even more, because apparently it's what the people want. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, does his ring have the shahada on it? I don't really know. Um, you know, he did the Muslim call to prayer better than a, an Egyptian imam could, because uh, the Egyptian imam actually got scared when he did a speech right after Hosni Mubarak was deposed by the Muslim Brotherhood during the Muslim Spring that Hillary Clinton was a big part of. Um So... You know, getting into the whole Israel-Palestine thing is, is an entire can of worms that, I mean, really, you've got to do a thousand years of research to be able to, like, even talk about it. Um, or, but I mean, the, the Holocaust
1: is kind of a big, like... Yeah. What was that, John? The Holocaust. I was going to say that was kind of, like, a huge part of that thousand years of research when, you know, why we decided... I think they probably needed their own. Am I coming through? Barely. Yeah, yeah okay. I see, yeah. I see you guys now. I was just going to say, yeah, there is like this huge debate, but at the end of the day, that's at least the official reason why Israel has its own established boundaries.
2: Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, what was it, like the late 1920s, I think? 1930-ish, something like that? Uh, I I forget what it was, but there was, you know, there was this big accord and, um, the Muslim nations were invited to the table and they did not come. And so we made this decision. We cut, we carved out the boundaries and then they showed up 20 years later saying, ah, you know what? uh, You know, we changed our mind. We want this. Mm.
0: I remember the first time we talked about the OIC, I got hung up and couldn't read the word organization. (laughs) But it turns out it was the British spelling, so it's not my fault. Oh, is it different? Yeah, there's extra
2: vowels in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, organization with an S. Oh, that's
2: funny. Hey, I got to take a quick break. I'll be right back, guys. All right,
0: we're going to watch the next Vivette clip without you. So, sorry, but here it is. More dunking on Nikki Haley. Haley. Oh come on! When I leave these tabs open for too long, they don't like it. There's oh yeah.
6: Place for everything. We need somebody in the White House who absolutely is going to be a fighter when it counts. And I did say that there were some good. The first few
0: seconds of this days is days just political nonsense. I meant to right. fast forward it. I'll, I'll say that jokingly, Sanis, I just I want get to get to the insults. I want to go back though to Nikki Haley's
5: comment from earlier that she is
6: sounds like you're not responding to the will of these donors. <laughs> Nikki, you were bankrupt when you left the U.N. After you left the U.N., you became a military contractor. You actually started joining service on the board of Boeing. Her face is just like, who, me? For a very long time. Yeah, yeah. And then gave foreign multinational speeches like Hillary Clinton is. And now you're a multimillionaire. That math does not add up. It adds up to the fact that you are corrupt. And when I said they were bought and paid for, I meant the Republican establishment, not the Democratic establishment. Now you have Reed Hoffman, the person who's effectively George Soros Jr., funding lawsuits across this country against Donald Trump to keep him off the ballot, funding left-wing causes. We discover this week that he is one of Nikki Haley's largest supporters. Larry Fink, the king of the woke industrial complex, the ESG movement, the CEO of BlackRock, the most powerful company in the world, now supporting Nikki Haley. And to say that doesn't affect her is false because it's after that meeting later that day that she says that every American needs to be doxed by having their ID, their government issued ID tied to what they say on the Internet. So I think that this is far more corrupt than I even imagined when I entered politics. But I will say this. It is going to take a leader from the outside with fresh legs from the next generation to unite this country. Not the broken politicians who are puppets of the puppet master. I feel like Nikki's look is just like
0: not denying it. Just like yeah. I, I, Jefferson I kind Wilson. of agree.
6: That yeah. that the of Independence. Yeah. I think it's going to take somebody whose best days in life are still ahead to see a country <laughs> whose best days.
0: All right, I, I meant to just play the negative parts of that, not all of his. That's all right. Speech, but <laughs> well, I,
2: so he he does have a point, right? Because you know that's the, that's been the Democrat mantra for at least since I've been able to vote for the last 20 years was that, you know, we don't need some angry old white guy trying to tell us young folks what to do. You know, we're multicultural, we're accepting, we're diverse, all this kind of stuff. So he, he has a point there, uh, you know, even though since I've been able to vote, all we've ever put in is angry old white guys. Um, I mean, even Obama, uh, we, we voted for the white half. Let's be honest. Um <laughs> Uh, But, you know, talking about, you know, the best days being ahead of him, I mean, really, uh, do we, uh, a guy that's in his mid-70s, do we really expect him to be able to connect with the younger populace and tell them, you know, and lead them? Uh, Because, you know, when you elect somebody that old, and these guys even slip up. Biden right now? Yeah, on their inauguration speeches, they even slip up and talk about, I'm ready to rule from day one, or we're going to rule like this, we're going to rule, you know. They're not leading. We we want leaders. That's why Milag was so popular in Argentina. He says, "I didn't come here to lead sheep. I came here to wake up lions and wake up, damn it!" And that and, and ah, you know that's one of those things that like gets people going. But like you know, these guys are like, "I'm your ruler. You're going to listen to me." It's it's the you know the the Andy Griffith you know authoritarian style fatherhood kind of thing. Like you know, yeah, you're going to listen to me, or I'm going to slap you a little bit.
0: Yep. Let's move on real quick because we're running out of time a little bit. Let's hear uh, Nikki Haley's big moment. We
4: really do need to ban TikTok once and for all. Oh. And let me tell you why. For every 30 minutes that someone watches TikTok every day, they
6: become 17% more anti Semitic, more pro Hamas based on doing that.
7: We so by now, of adults 18 to 25, Think that Hamas was warranted in what they did with Israel? That's a problem. We really we
4: so
3: now really, everyone is a thousand percent anti-Semitic at this point. Like, what are we talking? About? <laughs> at least, yeah. So it's
0: like, all, like all it I've takes got to say about your your the whole thing. Go ahead, John.
1: It's that delay. I, it, I'll get better internet next time. All I've got to say about a lot of social media that we've been dealing with. What is it with all of these? apps that have misspelled names yeah like et cetera you know what i mean
3: yeah fake book yep. is spelled with a c that's stupid
0: <laughs> well no, i had to come yeah. up with a stupid tech name too for my company so this all the good ones are taken there's like just like band names you got to really dig deep now <laughs> right.
2: Put an oom out on it, you
0: know.
2: Instagram used to call my drug dealer, so I, you know, I'm really confused. Nikki Haley, on speed dial. <laughs> What's
4: Nikki that? Nikki Haley's statistics were so butchered that you would think they were just taken hostage by Hamas.
3: <laughs> yeah, she was like forced to read it, you know.
0: So that seems like it would take you just under three hours to become <laughs> full Hitler. Yeah, watching TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, pay attention to, you know, TikTok is, uh, I don't want to sound too much like my dad here, but, you know, TikTok is a Chinese app. uh, Right. (laughs) Right. Pay attention to the major players involved in this stuff. Um, You don't need to fully
3: defend TikTok by also calling out Nikki Haley's statement as being ridiculous, though. You know what I mean? Like, these are, you know, not mutually exclusive things or whatever. But I'm
2: saying, you know, consider the medium as well as the source. Yeah. it's, it's one of those things that, you know, there are certain apps that are, that are there to, well, you know, most of the social media apps are there to first and foremost sell apps. Addict you. Yeah. yeah but they, so and, that you spend they, time. Addict and... you otherwise. You know, like yeah. the infinite scroll. That was one of the things that, I mean, there's plenty of documentaries that you can watch. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Sean Parker, you know, the Napster guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, you know, is not just in Timberlake. It's, it's an actual right. person. Yeah. Um, he left. The Facebook board after the Infinite Scroll came out because he knew it was just for addiction. Yeah, because like what they used at their board meeting to justify the Infinite Scroll was the serotonin hit that you got Mm -hmm. when you, like, when you scrolled down and it loaded a whole new page.
3: And then all the people that are like the higher ups at the company don't let their kids use it. You know.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Well, that's one uh, thing Vivek keeps hitting Nikki Haley on is that her. Uh, daughter uses it. Her daughter's like 25. I mean, she can make <laughs> her own decisions. Yeah. But I mean, I guess well, that is a little she, hypocritical a if your mom lobe, is. The...
2: She's fair game. <laughs> yeah. Right.
4: I mean, it's one the of the things I'd heard
0: about the uh, Infinite Scroll, too, is that they had tried to emulate um, slot machines. Oh, like uh-huh, sure. Do the pull and get new results, just like mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, whatever you pull down. It's been the, the sure, comparison. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. It.
2: I mean, yeah. B.F. Skinner, uh, you know, he pioneered operant conditioning, what, in the early 1900s? Uh, so, I mean, the, the science underlying this stuff is not new. I mean, that's why big major Fortune 100 companies that bring on major psychologists like Edward Bernays, Sigmund Freud's nephew. You know, he put out a lot of the ad campaigns of the early 1900s. That is some of the most unhealthy crap you've ever seen, uh, like Crisco, for instance. It was like machine grease for submarines from World War One. They couldn't <laughs> do anything with it. They literally paid the American Heart Association twenty something thousand dollars to put out an, a, a newspaper article saying that it was heart healthy alternative to animal fats.
3: Listerine. And then was... here we are, a
2: hundred years later. We're still eating Crisco, and like it's yeah. it's freaking submarine machine grease, y'all. Stop eating the crap.
3: I can't eat it anymore. I I a recipe like called for for like some certain cookie or something like that, and I had the Taco Bell problem for days. Like I can't. My body doesn't process it. It doesn't work. Yeah. and Listerine was initially uh, made to be a floor sanitizer, and they couldn't sell it as that. So then they basically repackaged it and remarketed it, and was like, "Put it in your mouth, and like, don't swallow, but put it in your mouth." Like, oh yeah, there you
2: go. Well, and the then then, you know, bacon and eggs is is a you know a heart healthy breakfast because nobody was buying pork bellies in the early 1900s. It was. Well to- that's
4: some propaganda that I can really get behind. But, yeah,
2: uh, I'm okay with
3: that one.
4: Ron uh, Swanson mean, in me is
3: fine with I that one. think
4: part of this problem too is people confusing the role of government with the role of parents. Because everybody who is getting really upset at, about like, oh, children are getting addicted to TikTok, we need the government to ban it. No, we don't need the government to ban it. Yeah. You need to be a better parent.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, cuz the big push when I was in nice high school was to ban was to ban the uh Anarchy cookbook, right? Oh yeah. And, and, you know, that was that was all the parents were talking about at at the uh the school board meetings. Oh, we got to ban the Anarchy cookbook. Had a, well, the next thing I know, all of my out, friends okay. are making, you know, they're filling tennis balls with whitehead matches uh to like, "Oh, let's see if we can make napalm." <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe I can break into a vending machine.
3: <laughs> napalm is uh I thought it was equal parts gasoline and orange juice concentrate with napalm, but
2: well, yeah. styrofoam,
3: or is that Agent Orange? Or I don't know. The, the
2: strike anyone matches, know. you can you can cut off all the match heads and put them in a tennis ball and slam it on the ground, and it's yeah,
3: it'll blow up or whatever. Yeah. Boom. yeah, yeah, of course.
0: But now not, you can just like, watch that on YouTube. You don't have to actually do it. Well, sure,
2: but Anarchy Cookbook gave you a bunch of how-to's, you know about yep. like, uh, hey, you know metal washers. Uh, Arcane also some fake that ones. Those
0: like they tried to uh say banana peels were some sort of drug but yeah
2: you gotta put nutmeg that on.
0: one didn't pan out well the <laughs> nutmeg is the drug then but
3: yeah nutmeg actually i've not done this but like if you eat enough of it apparently yeah you can get high on it but
0: apparently it's very unpleasant i'm, I, I'm never gonna do that I'm not either
1: it. But, yeah yeah uh... <laughs>
3: Was every that time john? john speaks i can't i can't hear the first yeah, time he speaks but then the second, like second time. yeah yeah oh
1: i say it's like funny. the first it's one's not worth awful. it
3: see and then it comes clearer the second time mm-hmm. like yeah yeah exactly it's so funny so
0: what are your thoughts on all of this banning tiktok and kids being addicted to it what do you think
1: but, you know, I like what Zane said about how you need to put your children in their place and stop bringing the legislature into it because it's ridiculous. It's like what we saw with the drag bands in the past year. You know, don't get yeah. mad at drag queens doing their job. Don't bring your kids to bars, Oliver Twist. Like, what is this about? <laughs> yeah.
3: Was that in... So I live in Tennessee, but I think this happened right before I moved here. But was it Tennessee that banned drag or something like that? Or... I don't know. I was in the middle
2: of a move, and I heard about this Tennessee at
1: that point. The her.
2: Yeah, well, Tennessee. So I, then, meanwhile, here in Georgia, you got the city of East Point. That um, you go in their zoning office, right? You, you want you want some zoning information on a piece of property. You're going to sit at a desk. Uh, this entire huge, brand new brick ornate building, marble floors. You know, uh, the Venetian columns, the works. Awesome fantastic government building there's like five people in it and two of them are janitors um all the government people still work Good at Night, uh they you know they just built this building so if you want some zoning information you're going to sit at a terminal and you're going to wait and this little light's going to turn on like a little light ring and then the camera's going to activate on a laptop and you're going to have a zoom call with a government worker that still works from home while you're in the brand new government <laughs> building but they're going to have a, they had a drag queen story time on the courthouse steps of this, of, of this new building. You what the courthouse steps. It was like the new, you know, government complex. Uh, yeah, they, they had a, they had a drag show on the doorstep of this thing on a weekend one time. And it's like, your own people don't even work here, but you're letting, that didn't make sense to me. Like, it was just like, you're just trying to piss people off at that point. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, quite I'll honestly, it is. is already pissed because you're not inhabiting your own building that we built for you.
3: Yeah, I, that's um, like, I think a key point of that is like the taxpayer money building that's way more than it needs to be. And then doesn't even you could just do it. You could do it from home if the employee is at home zooming. You could zoom from home. You don't need to be there. Like,
2: yeah. And, and, you know, the whole thing about, you know, the, the, the drag show on on the doorstep of the place, I can really care less about that. If it's after business hours, whatever, because at that point, like, you know, it, it, it's your job to find ways to reduce your expenses. So if someone wants to help pay the rent, someone wants to help keep the lights on. And, and it's not causing anybody direct physical harm, whatever. Yeah. You know, because you have to advertise whatever it is ahead of time. So you know what you're getting into. And, you know, if you don't want to see that crap, don't go around that building.
3: Yeah, I agree in general, just like across the board. If you don't want it, don't buy it. If you don't want it, don't do it. And if you don't want your kids doing it, don't let them do it. Like whether it's a video game or drag show or whatever, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be allowed to do it as consenting fucking adults. And in America, you know,
2: it's insane. You know, just keep the kids out of it. But you know, and again, hey, I'll give you guys a little spoiler here: Libertarian movie review, uh, the movie Wish. So if you're going to look at this through a religious lens, you're not going to like it because there's, you know, there's some witchcraft and stuff involved in that. But if you can sift through that, if you can get through that lens, there is, there is some big overtones that's being pushed to the kids right now. And I like this part of it for this movie in particular. It's don't look to the government to fulfill your wishes. Hmm. You're fully capable if you believe in yourself and you have a support network of people that you support and they support you and you guys unite on, on issues, you can achieve anything.
3: Okay. Uh, You know, the sky is the
2: limit. That's, that's the overarching theme that I got from that movie. Um, I, I took my seven year old to see it last weekend. We loved it. Uh, you know, we laughed. It was a good time. Um, like I said, if you're going to look through it, you know, from uh, a religious ideological lens, there's going to be some witchcraft stuff that like, you know, if you really don't like Harry Potter, you're not going to like the stuff either. Mm -hmm. Um, but otherwise, oh, well. you know, if you can see through that, you know, and you like that movie Sea Beast and stuff like that, then have at it because it's it's got some uh, believe in yourself, anti-government themes
0: to it.
1: Nice.
2: Could
1: All you right, please, we're you over. Mentioned Harry the, Potter. Uh, Do you know well, that Nicholas Fomel was a real person?
0: No, go ahead. I, I was John, just going to say real just, fast.
1: Yeah, Nicholas Fomel was a real person.
0: Nicholas Fomel.
1: If you don't know. Yeah, Nicholas Flamel was a real person. He was like a, I think like a Franciscan monk in the Middle Ages.
0: Oh.
5: So
2: okay.
1: if you're into that franchise, that might be something you might be, you might benefit from knowing.
2: Okay. I'll look into that. Nice.
0: <clears throat> All right. So I'm not trying to cut anybody off, but let's just, we'll go ahead since we're a little over time. Yeah, I no, think it's later than
3: I realized, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's usually Jake that's really like driving us to be on time. So we're the and late night crew.
3: You're not even uh keeping score during trivia, so you're not gonna you're not gonna know the time. Like
0: <laughs> I can't do math or tell time, but anyway. <laughs> let's go on but, to this next video. This is one that Jake actually sent us, so we would be watching this tonight with or without him. Um and here it is
8: that German high school students learn about U.S. propaganda in their English courses in high school? Recently, a follower asked to send me a textbook that they used in German 11th to 13th grade English courses to study U.S. propaganda. So like in the United States, where we study German World War II propaganda in Germany, they're studying current U.S. propaganda. They cover everything from U.S. exceptionalism to the American dream, and they show German students how U.S. citizens have been led to have a lack of self-critical awareness to how their ideals have failed. I didn't want to believe it at first, but if you Google the name of the textbook and the word Arbitur, which is the final stage of German high school, it returns all kinds of study guides and notes. And what really shook me is that on one of these study guides, it says the U.S. has become a wasteful consumer society of lonely individuals. So if you've ever wondered how some people outside of the U.S. view the U.S.
4: I mean... this feels to there me like some German propaganda about U.S. propaganda. Not saying that all of what they're saying about the U.S. is wrong, because <laughs> sure there are, there are there elements was. of truth to it. But the, if you can't see that as the propaganda that that is, you've got another thing coming. I well, think and, it's and,
2: and we're lonely because we've gone eighty years without stacking German bodies. So you know, I <laughs> want to keep buying into that narrative. I <laughs> keep uh... pushing.
3: that threw me off. I was like going to say something and then I wasn't prepared for that one, but um, no, it's fine. Um, I think it's just funny that like every country has a propaganda textbook that demonstrates how and it looks and what it is via another country, never your own. Like what, fucking country name a country or show me in a textbook where they go like here's our own propaganda and it's like the fucking in our country we would have like a this is propaganda in germany in world war ii and it's like we just fucking stood and did the pledge of allegiance before this fucking we opened this book you cunt bats there, <laughs> there we go
2: which, which the pledge of allegiance is a communist ritual people I'm not saying you shouldn't pledge allegiance to the United States Constitution. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but I'm, I'm saying, saying you should the,
4: not pledge, say. I'm saying you should not say the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean,
3: I didn't. I got the, to a point in school where I thought it was weird and creepy, and the I didn't. Flag
2: ideology is a communist notion.
3: Yeah, in general, being forced to stand and say the fucking Pledge of Allegiance in general, whether you good or bad, it is propaganda though. Like it is promoting an idea. It is ritualistically or just even if it's just psychologically just like through repetitive nature just well, pounding then, it look, into you like just
2: di- dissect the pledge right like where in the so our founding document our founding principles the constitution none of that's mentioned in the pledge of allegiance it's all about a flag yeah
3: yeah it's a country for which
2: it stands
3: which that feels like it that could be you know, different today than it was in 30 years ago or 30 years from now. You know what I mean? Like you it's know, all very just malleable. Yeah, so
2: but, you know, the latter part of it, you know, the one nation under God, you know, indivisible everyone. Oh yeah. Cool. But like, hold up. Why am I pledging to a flag here? You know, that, indivisible, that's really? is that, you know, skycloth demands promises.
4: <laughs> uh, it's essentially a secular creed. Like, I don't know, Stephen, what denomination of church you go to, but there are certain denominations that will like every Sunday during the worship service say either the Nicene Creed or the Apostles Creed just as a confession of what we believe. The Pledge of Allegiance is that, but it's not for God. It's about a state, which once 100%. you realize that, I don't think that you should say it.
0: Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, we had to, in like kindergarten, first grade, I had to do the pledge the american flag and then and to the then, Christian flag too oh what yeah which was weird because it was another pledge to a flag and like it did not feel right and then when i went into public school in georgia we pledged the u.s flag and the georgia flag oh this
3: wasn't a public school
0: the first one wasn't no the first okay, one was that, a christian school but
3: that makes more sense i guess yeah
0: did still, you i find pledging to flags weird regardless oh i i agree i, f-
3: I found <laughs> yeah. it really w- at a young age i was like this feels like kind of chanty and weird and creepy and i i did the i think i've said this on this show before where like i would stand with everybody so i didn't want to like call too much attention yeah. to myself because i got fucking bullied enough you know uh, but i wouldn't say it i would just do the motion and then but in my mind i was like i'm not gonna say it. you know what i mean like it was like that was my little eight-year-old fuck you was like i'm gonna stand but not say it you know <laughs> Did you guys do in the nineties? Did did you guys go to school in the nineties? Everybody or or Steve, were you a little before this or? No, you were in like high school in the nineties, right? I I was born in eighty five, man. So yeah, I mean nineties, I was.
2: What was it? Elementary, middle.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, you're right there in the same. Did you guys have like this little video that would like follow the pledge sometimes? Like, did you have this thing that was like the "I'm proud to be an American" song thing?
2: What my the? school
3: did a second round in one of my schools.
2: We would do that at, like football games and stuff. Okay. You know like you would you would hear Lee Greenwood in the background sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, proud to be We were too more mm. where at least I uh, know I'm free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that was mean, the that's, thing. That's a banger. That's a straight up banger. Yeah, that's, but
3: it's long, and I'm eight, and every day we did it like before <laughs> class, and I'm like, oh my god, dude! It's why, and why is it point. done
2: before the sporting events? That's what I can never wrap my mind around. Like, why are we? We're not here for know. that. Like, well, and 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 before before the rapper Juvenile, you know, you had this Greek philosopher Juvenile, which said, "Give the masses bread and circuses, and they'll never revolt."
3: Yeah, I know
2: that line. Yeah, so that that's that's the whole purpose for. Why you see Which, the, the national anthem and the flag pledging?
3: Now it's 40. Doritos
2: and NFL, but it's it's the our bread and circuses. Don't pay yeah. attention to money laundering, child trafficking, drug trafficking. Right. Don't pay yeah. attention to that.
3: Don't look it's, at the Bohemian Grove. Stay out there, the right team. Yeah. Yeah. Don't pay attention yeah. to 9/11 or Epstein Island or Bohemian Grove. Or you fucking you watch NFL and you shut the hell up and you stand right. for the pledge. Like yeah,
5: yeah.
0: It's another. So think, it's a secular religion. So just like you might pray yeah. before a sports game, they're doing their pledge to the state and to the flag. So yeah. absolutely. But yeah. what do you think about all this, John? Pledging to fabric and <laughs> whatever else. Like I think
1: it's it's really important to love where you live. And I think it's nice to be able to express that every now and then. I would like to make sure that we're not completely indoctrinating, that we're not brainwashing people. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Some people have said that, you know, school shootings didn't happen as often when we had public prayer. And I feel like some of this stuff does serve a purpose. It's kind of wishy-washy with me.
5: Having I'm,
3: having I'm, something I'm open to someone, like an invitation to do it is one thing, but expecting someone and trying to, like, establishing, like, a norm to do it, and if you don't do it, you're, you're the outcast, you're the weird one, and you're ridiculed or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's a different thing than being like, hey, if you would like, we're going to do this thing over here in the park or whatever. That's fine. I don't care about that.
2: Like, well, well yeah, some I mean, of I'm that is going to be... Uh, Because from a psychological, I just just always think about. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) This is really awkward because of the delay in my phone. I swear I'm gonna get better internet. I always go to that episode of Boy Meets World where Topanga sits out the pledge. Mm. I remember
3: that. I don't remember that. No. Boy Meets World. Was it the pledge? Sorry, I
5: watch
4: that. Hmm. Yeah, but you mentioned um, loving where you live, which I, I think that that is really important. Yes. Uh, obvi- obviously, geogra- geographic. Lo- oh, sorry. What? Oh, were you? I still just quiet? had to throw
0: in. No, no, no. I just had to throw in that that makes Topanga better. And like anybody who grew up in the 90s already loved Topanga. So sorry. I had to interrupt Topanga. Zane to throw in that. But- <laughs>
4: Yeah, so obviously, geographic locations and like communities and cultures need not be synonymous with the state. But this is why I actually really like the US, the America's National Anthem. Because if you think about what the Star Spangled Banner is about, it's about a secessionist movement and essentially about like the good qualities of a group of people. It's like the exact opposite of the Pledge of Allegiance, in my opinion. And I really like that.
3: It's very different. It also was written by a
2: Brit. Francis Scott Key was a, he was a French prisoner. Oh, French. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know if that well, matters if the meaning think, is there. I think I but... think "America the Beautiful" should be our national anthem. Quite honestly, but you know. All right. Yeah. Well, let's
0: let's move nice on action. to the. The one funny one we have for the night. Although the German one was supposed to be a little funny and we ripped it apart anyway. We yeah, I feel like I get the funny in it, but like the way that we are and we're drinking too
4: much and we just like went on a tangent with it, but
0: (laughs) we're just hyper literal. Yeah. I mean
4: for for all my criticisms of the US, what I can't stand even more is people from other countries criticizing the US for dumb stuff. Because everything that's wrong about the U.S. I'm sure is wrong about Germany, but even more so.
2: Well, I, so I, I love, um, you know, if we're going to get on the comedy kick. So Shane, Shane Gillis is like one of the up and coming comics right now, even though he's been in comedy for well over 10 years. Um, his One of his latest standups, that's one of the things he talks about is like, you know, America's number one. He's like, you know, I fly into another country. You know, and I land at the airport, and I start laughing. I'm like, "Is this it? Is this it really? Uh, You know, this is all you guys got? Awesome, we're number one." He goes, "By the way, is have you ever gone to another country and reminded them that we're number one?" He's like, "They lose their minds. They hate it. No,
3: they love that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's why. To Zane's point, that's like why I had kind of called out that it seems like every country that has like a state." run education they all point out another nation's flaws or something but not their own and i wish that we could honestly like what's the harm in being like hey like here's this one thing that we do or did or whatever that like is defined as this or like looks like this or isn't you know whatever like a good idea because of x like
2: right well you know but I, growing up you know and obviously this is anecdotal you know this is just my life my little myopic window of how I've experienced the world, I've come in contact with foreign exchange students from Germany, Japan, Mexico, and Canada in Fayette County, Georgia, mm-hmm. you know, in the nineties, and they came over here. They all had multiple marketable skills. They spoke multiple languages. They played some kind of instrument. They were either, they were either into like auto mechanics or architecture or landscaping or you know some kind of manipulative with their hands. They were good with that, and like all we had was like. I can talk trash at a hockey game. Uh-huh. You know, I yeah. go see the Atlanta Knights at the Omni, and I can talk trash with the best of them. Now it's about all we had.
3: And now we're all in South Park, so <laughs> Yeah.
0: By the way, I've heard chants of USA in other countries before. I think I heard one in Japan and one in Argentina when I was in a there. Good way. Like, people are just goofing, and they're doing it to be ironic, but it's just... It throws you for a loop to be That's like. That's oh, pretty right, funny. These actually, these people are chanting USA. <laughs> All right, here funny. is the funny video for the night. It's called "Guidance Counselors in the '90s Being Wrong About Everything." Oh. God. Video
7: games is not a job. I know, I know you like playing video games. I've talked to you about that. That is not a job. So what? You're just going to be a professional video game player? You win the video game awards? Let me guess. You get signed to a video game team, huh? You know, a journalist, that's a good job. Posting photos of yourself <laughs> half naked or heaven forbid naked on the internet is not a job, Becky. I hear you're selling nude photos to some of the boys in the schools. That is not a job, okay? Get into one of these I schools, 500 grand minimum. We were going to get a bachelor of <laughs> arts degree and there's going to be possibilities for you and that job market. Now, listen, I know that you like to spend your time dancing, okay, but we need to think about your future here and you are not gonna get rich being a mediocre dancer. Keep it up with this dancing stuff. You're gonna be working at McDonald's cashier. Now that's a job that'll never go away. You flunk the test to sit around in the cafeteria. And I gotta be honest with you, you and four of your friends sitting around Talking about nothing <laughs> is not a job, okay? And you talk about being a police officer. Now, this is a respected position <laughs> everyone respects. Oh, no. Looked at it with reverence. What's this I hear about you getting kicked out of the mall and filming it? If You want to make money in the financial sector, you need an MBA. There's no other way to do it. You want to get a social <laughs> science degree from a good university. Now it's gonna cost this is worth every penny, okay? And watching other people play video games while well, you comment on it is definitely not a job journalism will never go away okay
2: wow hey by the way that's that's robert kiyosaki's book rich dad poor dad in two minutes condensed if you actually watch the video oh yeah i like i like that guy yeah those those are his two dads talking to him throughout his adolescence in his entirety in two minutes so if you want to save yourself 250 pages just watch that video.
3: I've seen some clips of him talking. I get the sense that his book is basically a long version of that. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's 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 some nuance here and there, uh, but yeah, it, it's basically that because it's so all all the the video excerpts with the with the captions. Mm-hmm. That's his poor dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I actually, no, it's his poor dad talking about getting education. Get a good job, work, work, work. Mm-hmm. It's Sorry.
3: Rich Dad that was right. Yeah, yeah. saying that. Yeah. that, that for it's,
0: anybody it's cool. just listening, like the video was saying, like, oh, that's not a real job. And then it would show headlines. Of,
3: of course, of people like, winning championships for fucking like, Fortnite yeah, or, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. my, my brother in law may have won a $30,000 prize racing Batman Gotham nights something like that i'm not even sure if i've got the game right but he won <laughs> a ton of money doing that like 10 or 15 years ago
5: i want and then there were other ones just... like yeah, i, like, was... no,
0: <laughs> I want to hear it go ahead
3: no no it was going to be an OnlyFans joke about peeing on my own feet
5: we'll move on it's well, fine i was about to
0: go to OnlyFans. it showed like, <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans, only people fans, making uh, a lot of money but the best one was. <laughs> oh, it said sure. that podcasters were a multi-million-dollar operation, but there are billions of podcasts. So that means we're all making like yeah, $3. it's that's the same with OnlyFans. Is there's I, a handful of
3: make all multiple
2: the money. teachers in your county that make six figures on the side selling their feet pictures on the internet? What classes do they teach?
6: <laughs> Not telling <you> that.
0: <laughs> <It sounds like laughs> I'm you're up, up in hard the hard sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you that, get an affiliate commission? No, no, because I
2: mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not plugging any of that. I'm just saying, like there. So there, you know, there was a big story recently that, like, there was a teacher. Um, oh crap! I forget uh, the, the big state story. You about forget was, her
0: OnlyFans.
2: There yeah. you go. Know, she, she was OnlyFans. Ms. Chokes uh, on deck. Yeah, she made like you know 200k <laughs> on something like that. And John got it. He, You know, I always knew they were going to catch me. I always knew I was going to get fired, you know. And then everyone's like, well, you know, why Why would you get fired? Well, because she knew if it became a news story. Now she's got 2 million followers. Just do the math on that. Like, why would I ever have to teach again? Exactly. I don't understand why you you would get
3: fired, though, just because that's your side gig. I don't. Why do we care?
0: It's uh, people don't like porn stars teaching their kids. Yeah, there you go.
2: But what if you're Jones. a
0: fucking good teacher and you got Which, hot feet? Hey, I don't
2: know. When I was in high school, there was a Mrs. Frazier that was dating Ryan Klesko at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Not, she was a phenomenal English teacher, by the way. Okay, Stressed and unstressed syllables, I never would have got it unless she was teaching me. But uh, there were topics that um, it was very hard to focus because it was like, I can see why current MLB star Ryan Klesko is dating you. Mhm. Um it was yeah, it was it was tough. It was one of the uh, but
3: you got to strike that fine balance, you know, of like being motivated enough to learn but not distracted so much that you can't retain it, you
0: know. Right. Right. All right, we are way after time. We are so yeah, we're, we're <laughs> 30 I
1: think this might be the latest we've
0: uh, done. Steven, anything else to plug?
2: Uh, the range day with bazooka Jew, you know, the upcoming, uh, state convention, um, that's just about all I got. I, I mean, yeah, find your local affiliate, you know, get in touch with the state. If you don't know where they are, uh, you know, if you're in Fayette Coweta, um, you know, we're, we're having a meeting, uh, next weekend actually. Uh, so, uh, all of this posted on lpgeorgia.com. So, you know, please feel free to join. Um, I understand it's, uh, being part of the Libertarian Party is like herding cats. Part of your individualistic identity is not being a part of a team, uh, because you, you know, we are the counterculture, but I also want you to understand that for us to have ballot access and for us to have viable candidates on the ballot for you to vote for, to be counterculture, we do need some money. And that comes from
3: selling pictures of your feet.
2: That's right. Well, yeah. Sell pictures of your feet and share it with us. Whatever you want, however you want to acquire the money is none of our
0: business. Um, Yeah, we
2: don't care as long as you transmit it through legal means.
0: Yeah. All right, Zane, what do you got going on?
4: Uh, nothing.
0: (laughs) Nothing. I'm about to go to bed.
4: That's what I've got going
0: on. (laughs) Sweet. All right, and then Alden.
3: I mean, my night's just starting, but.
0: Nothing, nothing libertarian-focused. No. No. <laughs> no. Anything at all? all right. No. All right. John, close us out. Tell us about yourself, anywhere we can find you, or if we shouldn't find you, let us know. Serenade Whatever. us to
1: bed. <laughs> no, I'm looking at a posting from Jake Green now who says, who says I'm proud of Divide and Dominate, available on Amazon, Odyssey, okay. and Peaceful Sea Network. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw it and Dominate. (laughs) It's very well done. Mm -hmm. I definitely recommend that. And... uh,
3: As do we.
5: I think I'm good.
0: Cool. Yeah, I meant to ask Zane earlier if he had any other libertarian movie recommendations at all. But I completely forgot even after I told you I would do it. But yeah, uh, Peaceful Sea Productions divide and dominate how the powerful still more power is that right yes, got sir. It. boom go check that out anyway that is it for us tonight join us next week where I will probably make Steven host this whole thing
2: threaten me with a good time
0: yeah now I gotta go find <laughs> the ending and click it <laughs> thanks Cheers. see you guys
5: <laughs> out now-